No jumper, coolest podcast in the world, but we're back again, man. Listen. Yes. It's been way too long, Tariq. It's been a long time. Listen, after today, though, man, we have to for sure have you here at least once a month. Man. Absolutely. No, I listen. Mean. Like, listen. Like, after this, mm -hmm. I I'm going to walk you to Laura, yeah. and we can actually, like, construct a schedule to where, you're once a month, you know, Tariq just come through, you feel me? Yeah. And give us some straightening. Yeah, absolutely. You feel me? Yes, <laughs> yo, how you been, man? I'm good, man. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Yo, yo, I like, you I like the, lay, the layout is good here. I like it. It looks good. Bro, you don't age, man. Man, I'm trying. You feel me? Man. Yo, man. what is it, though, man? Like, like... What, like the skincare on point? The yeah, yeah, man, I don't drink or smoke. That's the thing, man. That drinking and smoking, that takes you out, man. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't do none of that. That's, wait, what are you now to, like, what, like 40, 41? Man, I'm 78 years old. <laughs> oh, I man. I fought in Selma, man. I, I was out there. <laughs> I was That's in the gym. That's crazy, though, I'm, man. Yeah, I'm old school. But, I, again, I just don't drink or smoke, man. That's the thing. I don't drink, smoke, and I don't Work out, too? Yeah, I do. I do. I work out and I drink my, my... Just what it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. But, listen, like, being, like, six foot six, six foot seven, mm -hmm. you work out, yeah, man. Yeah, Listen, yeah. like, I can't imagine, like, you really don't, like, encounter <laughs> any trolls. Right? <laughs> 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 in person, right? They, they don't really pull up in person like that. They no. know better. Because trolls are really cowards. Yeah. By definition, so they keep a lot of that stuff online, but they they don't really pull up in person. I, I I don't have no real enemies at all, man. When I'm out somewhere, people show nothing but love and respect. Effects, man. Oh yeah. Yo, listen, man. So one, like you've been busy. You've been in New York. Yeah. You've been yeah. traveling mm -hmm. to do something that I feel like is needed. Yeah. Especially like right now, right? Mm -hmm. So I know what you're doing, mm -hmm. but but like you know like you know like uh tell them no like like. Why was Tariq in New York and traveling, you know, yes. and, you know, and like doing these interviews? Yeah, we um we're working on a documentary about hip hop, mm. the real origin of hip hop, <laughs> the so real, the one. real origin, <laughs> yeah. because this is the 50th anniversary this year, yeah. and there's a lot of conversation about hip hop, and there's a lot of myths about hip hop, yeah. and a lot of lies about hip hop. And what's interesting, the story of hip hop, the origin, has never truly been told. Mm. Nobody has ever sat down with all of the real pioneers, the people who were there in the 70s, and really fleshed the story out. Mm. And that's what we're doing now. We're getting the story straight so there's not a lot of myths and misconceptions. People talk about this party that happened in 73, and mm -hmm. if you let people tell it, everybody and their mama was at that party in yeah. 73, which isn't the case. Of course. So we're breaking all of that down. Who was what? Who was where? Where did the rapping come from? Where did the breakbeats come from? Where did the graffiti come from? So I got all of the real pioneers down in the film, man. We're basically done filming. We're about to get into the editing now. Oh, word. So, yeah, yeah. So this is the first hip-hop documentary of this kind. We've never had a hip-hop documentary where most of the real pioneers are all in one place saying what really went down. Man, wait. And uh, like you like outsource the editing like like what like you do it yourself or oh i got my editors who work for my company yeah yeah yeah. Oh, hey yeah. For, for wait for your company yeah, oh yeah for me, for me. Yeah, hey yeah, listen yeah, man yes, yes listen yes. bro that's a different flex than you know yeah. hey you know like i'm on a live stream <laughs> five times a week you feel me right, talking right. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's yes. own production company. Yes, absolutely. You feel me? Absolutely. All right, so just, okay, so what myths is the movie gonna, sorry, documentary gonna, right. you know, like, dispel? Um, one major myth is that we got hip-hop from Jamaican culture, which mm. isn't true. That's not true. 
They were saying stuff like Coke LaRock, who was the first hip-hop MC. They were saying he was Jamaican. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, saying that hip-hop was started 50-50 by blacks and Latinos. That's not true. Yeah. A lot of stuff is simply not true. Um, the whole combination between or the the rift between the disco DJ and the hip-hop DJ, we're clearing that up. There's mm-hmm. another brother who's not mentioned, who was very instrumental in early hip-hop, was a brother named Disco King Mario. Okay. And they just named the street after him out there in New York. Finally, he's getting the recognition he's supposed to get. Mario and, sounds like he's a non-FBA, right? Yeah, they, they think, yeah, they, for a minute they were promoting him <laughs> yeah. as non-FBA, but yeah. he's an FBA brother ah. from North Carolina. He is from North Carolina. Okay. Extremely instrumental in early hip-hop. So okay. we're bringing all of that stuff out to tell the real story, man. And yeah. some of the pioneers, man, they're still alive. They're still here. Yeah. But people just don't bring them on and talk to them. Um, I got the first modern hip-hop graffiti artist, Cornbread. Really? He's out of Philly. Yeah. Cornbread sounds like yeah, 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 yes, yes, yeah. But Cornbread started yeah. graffiti in the 1960s yeah. in Philly. Oh, wow. Then it moved up to New York. That story has to be told correctly. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, all right, so now folks like maybe listening mm-hmm. and, and, and say, like, hold up now, Tariq. Like, we ain't hear you. Like, discuss the, you know, like the Hispanic influence, right? Mm-hmm. So what's your response to that, right? Where I, I think it's like Fat Joe who says, yo, that Latins are attributed like just as much as anybody towards the conception of hip-hop. Which isn't true. Okay. That's simply not true. And if they did, who were they? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I was looking for some of these 50-50 people. I was looking all over for them. Couldn't find any of them. Yeah. And that's no disrespect to the Latino brothers because they were students of hip-hop. Mm. They were the first students of black people, and they picked up the mantle in the 80s. The, mm-hmm. the, the, the Rocksteady crew and all of these guys, they came later, mm-hmm. and they— um, Um, reinvigorated a lot of the hip-hop moves that were being done in the early and the mid-70s. And that's a cool story to tell. Don't Mm -hmm. say it was 50-50 because it wasn't. Let's Mm. just tell the truth. There were some phenomenal Hispanic breakdancers, some of those guys from the New New York City Breakers, Rocksteady, Crazy Legs, all of those guys, but they simply just came later. Yeah. Now, the non-FBAs or the... Wait. Mm. What's a tether, man? A tether is somebody who basically tries to pretend to be FBA to <laughs> yeah. undermine us. It doesn't mean you're an immigrant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there are a lot of yeah. people like, right, they got nigga that I am a tether. No, yeah, you're not yeah. a tether because you're an immigrant. Of it, it comes from the movie Us. Ah, okay. Where you're trying to act like a foundational black American, yeah. yet trying to undermine us at the same time. Ah. That makes you a tether. Yes, right? Yes. So the tethers... Yeah, my point out. Hey, listen, Tariq, the DJ Kuhar, he from Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Because I heard like, like try to like pass forward like that story a bunch. Yeah, to undermine the FBA influence. Right, right. right. But but Kuhar yeah. was playing American music. Mm. Kuhar wasn't playing Caribbean music. He yeah. said this out of his own mouth. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't playing Caribbean music. He said that the black audience here didn't like that Caribbean music. Uh-huh. Also, Kuhar was trying to emulate. Um, the foundation of black Americans, the Marios. He was trying to act and dress mm. like them. So let's tell the whole story. Mm-hmm. He said himself he was trying to be more Americanized. Yeah. So it we just didn't get the influence from Jamaica. There was a whole big myth that um, starting in the 80s, this lie started to, to circulate that we got rapping from Jamaican toasting, yeah. which isn't true. Nobody heard of no toasting records <laughs> in the damn 70s. Yeah, fact. yeah in, uh, in the Bronx in New York, people were grooving. They were boogieing. Mm-hmm. Nobody was listening to slow reggae music, and no disrespect Fact. to reggae music. So let's just tell the truth yeah. and get it out there. Yeah, yeah. because how do you get, like, 
Bottoms pull down to make the right, drop it up. Right, right. <laughs> right. And you break dancing off some slow ass. You can't break off no reggae. <laughs> right. No. no. <laughs> Listen, fast, right? right. Hey, right. So if you had to like identify, right? Mm-hmm. Who do you credit then of being, uh, I guess, like the first to create the first element of what we consider hip-hop today? Well, it was a bunch of people. See, that's okay. the thing. It wasn't just one person. That's why I give respect to Herc. Herc has never said he created hip-hop. Mm. He'll say he's the godfather of hip-hop or something like yeah, that, yeah, which is, that's cool. That's fine. Um, we give credit to Herc for having those parties that basically focused on the B-boys. Yeah. We're just going to focus on the break beats for the young folks. Mm-hmm. So that's where hip-hop was really cultivated. Mm. That's not to say Herc created it because it was elements from all of these other different people coming together. But we do give Herc his credit for having the platforms and the venues where we could cultivate that culture. Yeah. Now, like, uh, guys like Cornbread yeah. and those, like, breakdancers, right? No, Cornbread is the graffiti guy. Right? Yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, those dudes were doing this shit in, like, the 60s and 70s, right? Right. You had people like Trixie, mm. Sasa, there in the movie. Yeah. They were some of the first B-boys that were at Herc's parties. And they were using moves that they saw um, on television in the 50s and 60s. The Mills Brothers, the Nicholas Brothers, where we yeah. were doing floor work. We were doing stuff that looks like the modern breakdancing moves on the floor. We've been doing no, that. Of course. There's stuff where foundational black Americans were doing what looks like breakdancing moves. You look at footage back in the 1890s of yeah. us doing floor work. Oh, so wow. this is something that we've always been doing. Yeah, man. Here, right? So then if you had to say this, right? Okay, so then like what, what obligation do current hip-hop all the pioneers of hip hop, right? Because those dudes right now, like, don't get to go on tour and make, right? You feel me? Yeah, right. So, one, like, what obligation do do we have to them in, in terms of media, you know, in terms of, like, the music, right? And then how, like, how, how do we properly compensate them? Right. Um, you know, we have to give those pioneers a recognition because whenever black people, we create something, mm-hmm. it's always wrangled from us when yeah. it becomes positive, when it yeah. becomes positive. Of course. Because when it's negative, like jazz, when it started, it was negative. Mm-hmm. They looked at it as jackass music. That's yeah. what they called it. Wow, jackass music. That's where music. the word jazz come from. They called it jackass music. Yeah. Those black people are degenerate. Wow. They're reefer smokers. They're drug addicts. But then when it became kind of popular with white people, they were like, well, it's all of our music. We all created ah. it. You know? Same thing with rock and roll. Rock and roll. They was all like at, matter jazz. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, rock and roll was nigger music. <laughs> they straight up called rock and oh, roll. Really? Nigger. Yeah, nigger music. Oh, that's crazy. When the when Elvis and these people started to emulate the nigger music, mm. well, it wasn't so bad. And Elvis is the king of rock and roll. Yeah, it became that, and then they wrangled it from us. God so, damn. So they're doing the same thing right now with hip hop because yeah, now because there's a corporate structure that it is fueled. Hip hop is literally all around the world. They're about to have the breakdancing in the Olympics now. So oh, wow. now there's this whole thing where it's universal. It was black, Latinos, and now they're saying Asians. Oh, yeah. I heard that, too. Yeah. Where'd that come from? Though? I know. The, dude, they're trying to say, well, we got influenced by Asians because of the kung fu movies and the Asians living <laughs> in the black communities, feeding us chicken and rice, <laughs> giving us the strength to break dance. I mean, the reach is insane. I, this is gymnastics, man. Right. The, it's, it's a, the reach is insane. So it's up to us to say, hey, time out. Enough is a damn enough. Yeah. Let us tell the story and just get everything straight so these myths won't just continue to grow. Yeah. Hey, hey, so then I, hey, Right, so then once we recognize, okay, these are the actual pioneers, right? Do we just set it uh, up to where now, now like they get like one percent of every record deal? 
Do that I mean, sign? Like, how know, do we people have been talking about a, a union for hip hop for a mm, long time. So that's like, something, like that. Right, yeah. Yeah. So they've been talking about a union. Okay. So that's something that we can look into. Mm-hmm. But just the basic re- recognition mm-hmm. when you have these tours, when you have these panels, bring these brothers and sisters over yeah. and have them um, tell the truth and speak their story and give them the compensation they need to to act as consultants so that they can tell you what really went down. Of course. So yeah, we do paper them up now. We do need to paper them up. Facts, man. Yo, but I heard that Lord Jamar was giving it up. Oh, man. Shout out to my brother, Lord Jamar. Lord Jamar, yeah. he's in the movie. Everybody's in this movie. Yeah. We got um, Melly Mel in the movie. We got Coke Rock, um, the first hip-hop MC. We got um, Grandmaster Kaz, one of the first ghostwriters in yeah. hip-hop. Oh, wow. Yeah, we got Shaw Rock, the first female MC. Mm-hmm. Debbie D, one of the first um, female MCs. We have um, Busy B, the first solo MC. Um, uh, so many people. And we got... Um, um, Lord Jamar, he grew up out there in the Bronx, and he's breaking a lot of stuff down. No, he's holding no punches yeah. back. He's going hey, in. Listen. You know, <laughs> no, hey, yeah, right, cuz listen, cuz, and I heard like when that shit dropped. Yeah. Oh, he was. Oh yeah. Giving the fuck yeah, yes, right? indeed. Yes, indeed. Hey, can you give us like just you know just a, a little like sneak peek into <laughs> what truth was Lord Jamar for Mark's and other people kind of yeah. confirmed this too. He was like, well, all of that, you know, blacks and Latinos started hip hop, and he said, truth be told, in the Bronx in the early seventies, the Latinos weren't really rocking with brothers like oh, that. Oh, really? You know, in fact, you had some of those gangs out there who were actually anti-black to a certain degree. Yeah. So it wasn't this big kumbaya thing like uh, the, the corporate media try to make it out to be. Mm-hmm. You understand? So yeah. let's just tell the truth about it. Man, hey, listen. When that drops, man... Yeah, it's going to be a doozy. I'm going to wait probably like two weeks yeah. and, and, and then react to it. You feel me? Hey, listen... It's, it's, it's a heavy one, man. Yo, no, hey, because when 1804 like dropped, right? Yes, yes, yes. Bro, there was mad like mad like YouTube niggas like just bootlegging it. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How do you like uh, like um, safeguard that? Um, you know, we have um, screenings around the country. Yeah. You know, and also we have a streaming site. We got um, FBAStream.com. Yeah. Um, a lot of times we'll have package deals before we release it to the public. Yeah. We'll have a package deal that will get it out there to people before the bootleggers get it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we have little ways to kind of combat the bootleggers. Yeah, man. Hey, because hey, Hidden Colors, bro, it's probably the most bootleg. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bro, I'm talking about, listen, bro, like, we like we in a barbershop niggas coming to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're <laughs> the hell out of here. Oh, yeah. Yo. They had um, copies of Hidden Colors, and they had pictures of Tyler Perry on that motherfucker. <laughs> they had people in it who wasn't even in the movie. They had Cicely Tyson in it. They had um, Danny Glover yeah. on the cover. Like, these people weren't even in the movie. Yeah, that's and they were nuts. out there, you know? Yo. Hey, like, how much do you think, like, like those bootleggers, like, cost you any revenue? Oh, it, it costs, but, you know, we did make a lot of money from the Hidden Colors yeah. film. You know, and that that's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, the bootleggers, it be, I, I saw it was a real problem when I got a call about five years ago from mm-hmm. Homeland Security. Yeah. And they told me they, they intercepted a shipment of a bunch of bootleg movies. Yeah from like Warner Brothers and a whole bunch of people coming from China. Wow. And a lot of my movies were on there. They were asking me, did I know anything about yeah. it? Like, you know, there's a bunch of bootleg copies of your films yeah. on this ship that we intercepted. I'm like, well, shit. Chinese niggas coming from well, uh, Yeah. yeah. Feel me? Shit, give me some of that. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. So that, that's how I realized the magnitude of it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, listen, right. Also, too, it's like, like, we have to give you, like, your props, right? Because yes, there's a lot of these dudes where, where they have, like, a bunch of cool ideas, mm-hmm. a pet projects. Mm-hmm. It starts today, but 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 tomorrow they're you know like they're done with it, right? Right, right, right. But you did something that a bunch of doubters said you would never do. Mm-hmm. 
you you finally open up the the um, hidden history museum. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, first off, bro, we should have gotten that invite. Wait a minute, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys can come anytime. Yeah, you, yeah, you feel you me? Can come anytime. Uh, no, no. But I heard like y'all had like a uh, like a party on Saturday, right? Or uh, last week or uh, this a week? few weeks ago. We had one a few yes. weeks ago. Popping, popping. Yeah. Head, head. Next party, listen, please invite me in. Yes. I'm going to bring the uh, Ajari, the Jollof rice. Oh, you bring the Jollof? Yeah, you feel me? Hey, you feel me? Hey, you feel me? Hey, you feel me? You feel me? That's what we gift. You feel me? My man. You feel me? Get some of this Flacco Jollof. Yeah, yeah. Come on, yeah. No, no, bro. No, no. Bro, bro, like. Speak on that though, man. Yeah. Did it feel good to kind of like silence the haters? Yeah, you know, they were hating <laughs> early on. Yeah. Even when we were getting the 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 crowdfunding going, they were yeah. like, where's that museum, nigga? I'm like, yeah. nigga, we, we're still getting the money for it. But we opened it, man. We opened the museum in like a yeah. year. We we opened it in record time, uh, which, yeah. is unheard, which is unheard of. <laughs> of course. So people were gonna try to hate anyway. Um and the hating was in bad faith. A lot of it was a lot of tethers hating. Yeah. <laughs> the hating and tethers who don't like FDAs. Yeah. Um, and the arguments were in bad faith. First, it was like, you niggas are not going to open the museum. We open it up. Well, this shit looks like a club, nigga. It's not even a museum. <laughs> that, was, that? that was the whole argument. Now, because we got the museum popping and it was so popping, this is a club, nigga. <laughs> So then the arguments are just going to change no matter what they do, man. So that's why you don't even trip on that shit. We got that's it That's crazy. And everybody loves going there. We, we have yeah. so many wonderful events there, man. We yeah. had a comedy night. We had a rap contest a few weeks a ago. Word? That yeah. was popping, man. It's popping up there. I'm going to come through, man. You got what? to. got to. Wait. How do we, like, find out, like, when the events is happening? Um, on the website, on the mm. hiddenhistorymuseum.com yeah. website. Um, we let people know. we Because we have events there all the time. We have community events. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we have private events. We have a lot of students in schools who come up there during the day. And then we'll have our Saturday night events. We'll have um, feasts and, and screenings. And we have all types of stuff up there, man. And yeah, the man. fact that we own the building, that's a great thing. Oh, y'all actually own the building, too? We own it. We own it. Yeah, we're not leasing shit. We own the building. What was the, the wait, 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 wait. Which we're one of the few black people who, of course, black folks who own the building. Yeah. Now, you go down to South Central LA, a lot of those black businesses, mm-hmm. they're leasing them from white of course. people. That's, you know, yeah. that's just what it is. And in fact, we were trying to buy our place on Crenshaw Boulevard. And okay. They were really, really um, trying to deter us from, oh, really? from purchasing the, some of those properties wow. out there. It's a real funny style thing going on. Wow. You remember some years ago, there were some black folks trying to buy the Crenshaw Mall. Yeah, of course. And they undermined it. Then they got, they let some white corporation buy it and buy it for less. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, that's nuts. It's real crazy. <laughs> My brother, Tavis Smiley, he owns um, some property out there on Crenshaw Boulevard and Lamert Park that he's owned for a long time. And he told me they come to him every day trying to sell, trying to, I'm trying to buy. Trying oh, really? To get, wow. Uh, throwing all types of money at him. Yeah. That's prime real estate out there. Five, ten million. Yeah, they're get throwing it. all types of money. So when we're trying to buy on Crenshaw, they were throwing every red flag at us. Oh, wow. So we got our spot on Jefferson Boulevard, which is very nice. It's a real nice of spot. Course. Historic um, black area. And it's a nice venue, man. It's a beautiful spot we have. We have comedy up there all the time. Oh, wow. um, and people love going up there, man. They love it. Yeah, man. Harry, let them know, though, right, that it's a place for every non-cool meaning. Yeah. You can be from, from Nigeria, from... Mm-hmm. God- 
as long as you're not a coon. Right. We have you, foreign brothers come there yeah. all the time, man. We have um, our, our island brothers, our African brothers. Of they all they come up and have a good time of with course. us all the time. Of course. Now, if you're a coon, you're not going <laughs> to like it. No. It's not a, we don't have too many white women on the walls. Yeah, the coons, yeah. yeah. Yo, speaking of coons, yo, listen, like, I was telling them, right, like, one of, like, my, like, best, like, my best, like, hobbies, right, is going to YouTube and typing in, Tariq Nasheed Twitter space, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just watching like your interactions. So what, yo? Where are these people coming from with a fake with a fake accents? And, yeah. Like, 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 what the fuck? Like, why do you think people like tap in? Lying to be somebody just to troll you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We Twitter space. Yeah, and, um, we're on Twitter space a lot, and we open up Twitter space where we can just have everybody call up and say what they want to say. And sometimes we get a lot of foreigners who yeah. really have a bug in their ass about foundational That's black good. Americans who will call up and try to fake and fraud and and we clown them and we we have a good time on Twitter space. We don't take it too too seriously. We we utilize that space as a nice roast session to kind of <laughs> tap at people yeah. and spank them a little bit verbally. Yeah, you see, like here, right? You see, like people. People like me, listen, yo, like folks like take your roast mm-hmm. to hard, like, listen, like, right, like, here, right, here, because, like, like, for example, you would be like going in on a motherfucker and who tapped in, yeah, just a troll, mm-hmm. and, and then folks would like take that and say, oh, you see, if him, you know, you know, like he's racist, no, no, yeah, because yeah, we're yeah. it's fair game roasting, people want to <laughs> yeah. roast, and then when they lose the roast, they want to start crying foul, yeah, of course. But part of foundational black American culture is roasting, we got that from playing the dozens, of course, that comes out of slavery, and a part of the culture of roasting was to get the brothers and sisters' minds and their emotions together so when they go out in the world and they dealt with racism, it would roll off their backs. You would know how to take the verbal insults. So we learned how to play the dozens as a sport to toughen each other up. So your mama's so fat, your daddy's so dumb. Yeah, so we're playing this game with each other, and the, the objective of the game is to keep the verbal snaps going and don't get emotional. Absolutely. Because if you got emotional, that you means lost. you lost. Yeah. Because if you go out there in the world <laughs> yeah. and somebody's calling you a nigga, 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 and then you get emotional, <laughs> You know, they have a system that will harm you. So we were getting everybody's mind right with roasting. Yeah. That's a part of our culture. And the the dozens in roasting, that even goes into hip-hop. The whole verbal um, competition, who has the most verbal dexterity, who can go back and forth verbally with each other. So that goes back to our culture. Yeah, in fact, man. Now, speaking of, like, Twitter, right? Yeah. So the first and fit guy called Carl Myron, and he called you out and on YouTube. Yeah. And then when you accepted it, mm-hmm. he said, no, we don't want Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like that shit when somebody says, hey, I'll talk to Tariq Tariq. I'll make Tariq about yeah. whoopie whoop. And then when I say, okay, let's do it, <laughs> yeah. then don't turn bitch oh, of course. When, when it's time to do it. Yeah. So he flipped and was like, oh, I don't want to do it. I'm I'm above that. Yeah. And the thing with, with the fresh and fit guys, these guys, those are tethers. <laughs> those are the tether classes. Yeah. Who come over and they get with white people and try to undermine us. Yeah. They spew all of this anti-black mm-hmm. bitch Mm-hmm. And once we delegitimize them, um, white people start pulling back. Now, from what I understand, a lot of them, those guys, some of their platforms have been demonetized. Yeah, all of them actually. Yeah, yeah. So listen, right? So like, so bro, like uh, YouTube, so cold with it, right? Yeah. That the main page got demonetized. Mm. Their personal shit got demonetized. Like both of their personal, right? Mm. Their clips page got demonetized. Yeah. And YouTube said a word. Like, those are your friends, too? Zerka page, page got demonetized. Oh. <laughs> their fucking editor shit got demonetized. Damn, damn. damn. Your YouTube came for everyone mm-hmm. and who, like, is associated with them or who, like, 
who does like routine, you know, like uh, appearances on their shit. Yeah. So you two play. See, when we start delegitimizing <laughs> them, we start yeah. letting folks know this Myron and these guys with all of that anti-black nonsense they're doing. Yeah. We ain't co-signing it. These guys are not part of our community. These are mm -hmm. people who are foreign to us. We're foundational black Americans. Mm -hmm. And the stuff they're saying is very hostile towards our culture. Mm -hmm. We've yanked the rug from under them. And when we yank the rug from under them, the dominant society says, well, hell, there's no need for us to sit yeah. here and support these guys either. Then they start falling off. So Man. that's the power of FBAs getting on code with each other. It's crazy. Yo, Lou, walk it back, right? So when did they come on in your radar and what was your initial issue with them? Uh, you know what? That's it. That's interesting because they've taken little shots at me before, <laughs> yeah. just off and on, yeah. and I've just kind of ignored mm -hmm. it. But yeah, my name would pop up on some of those platforms all the time, mm -hmm. even now, even with academics. And I'm cool with academics and that Zerka guy. They always mentioning my name. You know? Zerka is a yeah wild one, right? He he's Zerka said something not too long ago that we were. Emailing each other, DMing. I didn't, I've never DM'd this guy. This yeah. guy just said stuff. So they're yeah. always mentioning my name because they know it'll get some extra clicks. Yeah. But, you know, with, with the Fresh and Fit guys, all of that taking shots at black Americans, mm -hmm. I really had a problem with that. They were talking about how uh, we come over here as immigrants and we're doing so good and y'all niggas are y'all just lazy. And I'm like, okay, dude, you're in <laughs> Sudan, all right? Your stomach was big and you had flies on you <laughs> yeah. before yeah. you came over here. So, you know, I mean, you know, let's get busy and talk the truth here. Yo, you had one of the best, like, roasting the lines I've ever heard, right? <laughs> You said, like, you smell like bussy and enjoy. <laughs> I said, you to me, how do you be like, think about that, bro? <laughs> bussy and enjoy is crazy. <laughs> I don't know who I was. One of the lines that got them, that really yeah. made a lot of them stop trolling. Yeah. Because a lot of, we got a lot of these, um, the, um, Somali trolls that uh -huh. were really going in on Foundation of yeah. Black Americans. They would go on Clubhouse too. Yeah, yeah Clubhouse. They were yeah. very infamous for saying a lot of real weird stuff about um, Foundation of Black Americans. Yeah. And they would try to go into the Twitter spaces and say all of this crazy stuff. And I shut them down. I, uh, they were talking about how we eat fried chicken and watermelon and all this shit. And I said, well, at least we don't smell like cheetah, <laughs> cheetah pee, nigga. Yeah, when I said cheetah pee, when I told them we don't smell like cheetah, they flipped the hell out. That really, really got to them, man. And that made them stop, actually. They all tapped out after I said he smelled like cheetah pee. Uh, uh, yeah. Yo, no, no, because, like, yeah, because, because, um, I, I think I've seen, man, like, like, uh, you, like, used to, like, have, like, a bunch of like Somalian trolls on like Twitter space. Yeah, yeah, there was a whole yeah. bunch of them. Yeah, and yeah. Now they stop, stop, because, because, yeah, because they tried to roast and they, need, hey, this is what we do. And shout yeah. out to the Somalis. Yeah, yeah. we cool with Somali. But if yeah. you want to roast, y'all, y'all don't, y'all don't about that. If you come from a, a third world country, yeah. you know, don't try to get into no roasting session with us. That's gonna go all the way left, man. It's gonna get yeah. bad. It's gonna be so bad. So, yeah, but much respect to the Somali brothers and sisters. But, Yo, look at this, right? So, look, so Zerka, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I am a fan of the, uh, of the Zerka from, like, a year ago, meaning, like, before the extreme shit start happening, right? Mm, mm. Now he's going to Times Square and saying the N-word. Right, right. And he makes sure he does it around some immigrant <laughs> women. He went around some sisters who are yeah. clearly immigrants yelling nigga, nigga, nigga. Yeah, that, that's corny. Now he's trying to pander to that alt-right crowd, and that, that type of stuff is corny to me. 
Yeah. Now, right? Um, and he said that he would do it to anybody, right? Mm. Now, do you here? Would you interview him in, on on like? Your platform? No, because he's a clout chasing nobody. <laughs> Damn. That's why he's doing it. <laughs> yeah. This is a, um, from what I understand, he's an Albanian dude. Yeah. Who nobody uh, really Albanian. cares about, and he's doesn't have any talent. So he's doing all of this trolling for clout, and I don't really give trolls clout like that. That's mm. all it's done for. Um, a lot of these people, man, they come from these places where they didn't have it popping. And they have to get around foundational black Americans with their nonsense because we're the ones who get shit popping. We get the culture popping. Yeah. So they have to come around us with all of the trolling, try to leech clout off of us. And um, we're just not into giving everybody no damn clout. Yeah, man. You know? Here, so when you found out that Fresh and Fit got demonetized, mm -hmm. were you happy or not happy? I was, I was just kind of indifferent. <laughs> yeah, I was just yeah. kind of indifferent because I wasn't shocked. What was funny, the way he reacted, he's damn near about to cry yeah. because he understands all of that anti-black vitriol pandering to the white supremacist crowd. That's his bread and butter. Yeah. Whereas we, if we were to get demonetized, we understand we, we're on cold with each other. We yeah. know how to go out here and get a dollar. <laughs> of course, yeah. You know, we ain't got to suck up to white people yeah, in order to get no money. So the fact that the same people he was sucking up to flipped on him and then yanked the money from him, that's, you know, that's karma for him. Man, it's here, right? So, like, my whole thing is this, right? Because YouTube, like, it have a, like, it have a policy, right? Where it's, like, if you're demonetized, like, that just means that you can't get somebody. Right, right, right. We can still, you know, you know, you know, you know, like, put, like, ads here and there, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And profit, right? So, like, and if the white man, quote, unquote, YouTube, and still being able to profit off of their channel. Now, again, they may be telling us, but they're still black, right? Right, right, right. So, so shouldn't we like all be like, yo, hold up now, bro. That's not fair. That's fucked up. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But but according to Myra, ain't no racism. Okay, no, no, no. He said what? No fucking racism. And black people yeah. need to pull themselves up by the bootstraps. Yeah. Leave white people alone. So when white people turn on your little hungry ass, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, nigga. Oh, man. Don't come around here talking about no racism now. I don't want to hear shit. Uh, uh, uh. No. Damn. No, nope. He said wasn't no racism. So when YouTube snatched that money from him, which was not cool because yeah, they don't do it to the white people, <laughs> but fuck Myra. He said wasn't no racism. So deal with it, nigga. How about uh, 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 the other guy, Fresh? Other guy, same guy. Same thing. <laughs> one, one birds of a feather. He's a little less coonish than Myron. Myron tries to go over the top with the cooning. They're two coons of a feather fucking oh. together. Yeah? <laughs> two, wait. Two coons of a feather fucking together. Hey, hey, hey my, my, my nigga. Man, that's, a, that's a good one, my dog. Two coons of a feather flock together. Yes. Goddamn, yes. man. Yo, yo, uh, what's your secret, man, like, like to being able to, like, Cause you're like a leader of like men, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what's like the number one secret to being able to galvanize a group of people and get shit done? Um, people being able to trust you. That's the thing, man. If yeah. people can trust you, me, if I say I'm going to do something, people know I'm going to do this shit. Facts. If I'm going to do a movie, it's going to get done. If I'm going to open a museum, it's going to get done. If I'm going to come up with any product, everything I say I'm going to do. When you have that kind of reputation, man, people will trust in you and they'll be like, okay, let me roll with this guy. Your trust factor is very important. Mm. And we got to have more brothers out here to do things in the community and stand on your word. If you say something, be a man and stand on that shit. Yeah. Hey, right? So if you ever, right, here, for example, right? If you ever, let's say, like, embarked, right, in a, on a task that you figured out, bro, this is just too big for like, me to do, mm -hmm. how would you handle that? Would you just say, hey, hey, guys, 
I thought I could be, you know, I thought I thought I could do it, but this is just too tall of a task for now. We can't do it. Or how do you go about that? No, you break things down, man. Sometimes yeah. there are big things, there's big tasks that you just can't tackle all at once. Yeah. So you got to break them shits down. Mm. It's just like doing movies, man. To do a documentary, it's a lot of work in documentaries. So you have to break down things task by task. You got to break down the filming, then the editing, and then you got to break down getting the B-roll. So everything is done in stages, man. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to knock a whole bunch of stuff out like you want to at once. So learn how to break stuff down and understand everything is a process, man. That's Best. what work is. You're not going to get everything overnight, man. A lot of stuff, man, when it comes to building things, it's not going to be as glamorous as you think. We want to do shit that's glamorous all the time. Yeah. We got to understand, man, if you want a, a, a delicious meal, you don't know what's going on in the kitchen. Motherfuckers chopping up the lambs Absolutely. and killing the chickens mm -hmm. and uh, the pots are dirty. You just see the pretty plate that comes out. Um, so... Let's not be afraid of the messy process that it takes to build something. Defensive. And do do you know who Sir Major is? Yeah, yeah, I know Sir Major. Yeah. Online. I've never yeah, met him yeah, in person, right? but yeah, yeah. You see, like, so so hey, right. To me it's like, and he's like he and he's like, and he's a, and he's a great speaker. Mm -hmm. He has a great mission, right? Meaning, like, bro, you know, like, I'm trying to rob for my FBA people, right? Yeah. But I feel like you like can mentor him to where like yo bro like this is how like like this is how you galvanize people mm -hmm. right because like and his issue right now is like he lost the trust of the people for i think i think it was uh it's some weird shit that happened right for me right mm -hmm. so if you had to like give him any type of advice man like like how can he galvanize in his own group group you know, and rock for FBA people. Yeah, and, and Sir Major, and I'm cool with Sir Major. And yeah. I don't know what, what there's, I don't know, there's some stuff yeah, going on, some I, court cases, which yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, you yeah. know and I can't even speak on my man's yeah, stuff. Yeah, of course. Um, but you just let people know what's going on with the court cases and just kind of be transparent about that. That's the best advice I can give yeah. without me knowing the details. The facts, man. Yeah. You know? So, ah, yeah, yeah, right. So, so like, speaking of court, man, yeah. um, I, I'm not sure who, like, so, so like there was like a, a false flag with brother polite shit, mm. where like folks claim he like plead out right. So one, how do you think that that's gonna you know like be situated? Is he gonna be found guilty, not guilty? Like your best guess. And, and I, again, I haven't been following no, that course. case either. I don't know the details of that. Yeah. And, you know. Brother Polite was in one of our films years ago, and again, yeah, I don't, I don't know none of the details in the <laughs> yeah. case. And I, I heard about a plea yeah, deal, so it's all over yeah, the place. Of course. So the, again, um, other people's court cases that I'm not sure about, I wouldn't speak on it because exactly. I just don't know the facts of them. Man, yo, now do you think that we should make August the new Black History Month now? Um, a lot of people say that. A lot of stuff goes down in August, man. There's a certain energy in August, man, that has um, always resonated with black people, man. A lot That's of fucking chair, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The chair situation. August is the has always been a very significant month, man. Um, the Haitian Revolution. A lot of stuff was popping uh, up. A word. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, a lot of civil rights fights and battles popped off in August. So um, the chair situation in Montgomery, a lot of people are like, we should make that a holiday. But we also got to understand that there is going to be retaliation. What we saw down in Jacksonville recently. Yes. We, a lot of people believe that was retaliation for oh, really? brothers turning up out there in Montgomery. Damn. The white supremacists don't like taking an <laughs> L, and they took an L with the brothers in Montgomery. A super L, yeah, man. Yeah. Were you, like, shocked when you seen, like, like hair, right? Because, like, the dude who was getting jumped first 
was just like one of the employees who right. was in, on the boat, right? Who right. came to kind of like clear it out. So what, were you even shocked like when you seen people like them there swimming to, to help the brother out? Oh, I wasn't shocked because my family's from Alabama. My yeah. dad was born in Alabama. Oh, well, yeah, all my family's from Alabama. Yeah. yeah, so I wasn't shocked at all. That's yeah, how okay. they get down. That's how they get down down there, man. Wait, yeah. wait. Um, how tall is your dad? Um, six six. My dad's taller than me. Damn. Yeah, he's a big tall dude. Hey, your mom like my mom like five one. She's little. My mom's uh, real little. My dad's real tall. Duh. Yeah. Listen, if mom would have been like five ten, yeah, yeah. Oh, you would have been like oh, seven foot two. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Feel me? Oh, oh, man, yeah. crazy. Yeah. Hey, rapper, when we like here, so so like when we like watch like that, right? Mm -hmm. Now like folks are saying, we we are happy that black folks like came together. Mm -hmm. But the chair thing was a bit much. <laughs> what much? I mean, my, my man had to neutralize the threat. There was a threat out there. These white supremacists, but I, they were trying to jump folks. Yeah, they were beating yeah. up on people, and the brothers came through, and they neutralized the damn threat. There yeah. was a threat, and, and they had to get that chair and let the chair stay. And nobody got killed. Nobody got shot. They just had to do some straightening out there, man. It was what it was. Yeah. <laughs> The question, right? Uh, let's say, say like uh, that boat was filled with a, a, bunch of, <laughs> a bunch of a bunch of Africans, right? <laughs> Do you feel like that would have <laughs> nah. swim, swim, swim well, the Well, would have went and swim to, to save the white people. They would. Some of them would have went and saved the white people. Let's keep it a buck. I love my African brother. Um, I mean, that was a boat full of Africans. I love y'all, but y'all would have been out there beating the shit out of niggas. Get up these white people. Leave them alone, nigga. Y'all yeah, would have been beating us with the chair. Yeah, that's crazy. No, but no, that's, that's yeah. weird. Shout out to some of our riders. But you know what's yeah. interesting? What's interesting? Um, that area, historically, that was a slave market. That was oh, a place. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That, wow. that particular area was known for bringing in enslaved foundational black Americans yeah. and selling them around the yeah. Montgomery area. Two hours before that fight popped off, mm -hmm. some sisters were having like a spiritual um, um, convention out there. So they went to the water and uh -huh. they had what's called a root work ceremony mm -hmm. where they were giving honor to the ancestors. Yeah. So they put some flowers and plants in the water two hours before that fight yeah. and that conjured up some uh, of the spirits. There's a reason why brothers were swimming in the water and people damn. were fighting the way they were fighting. Damn. I'm telling you that spiritual energy had conjured up as well. Bro, that's crazy, man. Yeah, God, yeah. God damn, man. Yeah. Yo, bro, like, listen, man, like, now, those white folks, I like, got the ass whooped, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, hey, bro, so after they, they like, got the ass whooped, then, do you feel like, um, like, uh, that, like, like, uh, that's punishment enough? Or should, like, what should it be, like, a felony charge for them? Like, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, they should get charged, too, because, again, mm. they attacked some innocent people. They yeah. just start beating on innocent <laughs> people, so they should get what we get. If we go attack somebody, we get charged. Mm -hmm. They throw us under the bus or whatever. They mm. put us under the jail. Do the same thing with them, too. Yeah. yeah. Now, are you buying the one guy who owned the, like, supermarket said, hey, listen, man, I, I was just there. I, I was minding my business. You feel me? Right, right, because ahead, right? Because, like, he got... Uh, arrested too, right? Yeah, yeah. But and he came out and said, "Listen, man, please don't hurt my business." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you buying like, like, like you know, like uh, that? Like he was just an innocent bystander. No, they always try to be innocent <laughs> bystanders. No, they were out there throwing punches. Mm -hmm. They tried to jump that brother, and they thought that they were safe because all the other black folks were on the bus, yeah. and the water was kind of protecting them. Yeah, it was, of course. 
and they thought that nobody would be able to get to them in time. They thought that they would run to their boat, and the yeah. brothers called them before they got and, on that boat, and, then, and it shit went left for them. Man. So then they want to start explaining. But no, they were out there attacking the brothers, yeah. and, you know, they got that work on them. Man, let's uh, talk about Jacksonville. Yeah. Because, listen, because this is the second incident now, like, a year apart. Because in, in 2022, the little white boy, like, went on Twitch live stream and went to, like, somewhere and, and killed, like, five black people. Right? Was it on, was it that at the Madden convention thing? When that was No. The, okay. The, Buffalo. Okay, right. Okay, you're talking about Buffalo. Okay, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, a year later... There's a motherfucker who's doing it now in Jacksonville, right? Right, right, right. So one, like they try to say, yo, look, like, 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 this is an isolated incident. No, it's not. I don't think so. Right. You know, you got the governor down there, Ron DeSantis, who's mm -hmm. been throwing out these racist dog whistles nonstop. Yes. Talking about war on woke, war on woke. Yeah. Woke is a cold word for black folks. Facts. Um, the school system out there, they're talking about, well, we're going to take black history out of the schools because wow. it's divisive. They're also talking about making slavery, well, it wasn't so bad. Black people actually benefited from slavery. Mm. This is DeSantis and all wow, of these And then you have DeSantis talking about protesters will be allowed to be run over by cars. Mm -hmm. So if there's somebody protesting some um, anti-black racism and they're standing in the street, if you run them over, it's perfectly fine. It's mm -hmm. legal. Wow. So he's putting out all of these racist dog whistles. And then last month, they just had permitless carry. So you don't even have to have a permit to carry a gun out wow. in Florida. And on top of all that, this weekend was very significant. 1960, they had something called Axe Handle Saturday, same weekend, mm. where hundreds of white supremacists were attacking black people in Jackson. Wow. Um, 2018, there was a situation where there was a Madden convention um, in Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. A white supremacist gamer shot a black yep. gamer who was winning and mm -hmm. then shot a couple of other people. Same weekend, too. Of course. So a lot of these things have these um, historic significance um Things to him, and that's why that white supremacist carried this thing out on this particular weekend, coupled with all of the rhetoric from Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is very complicit in this. Yeah, this is not an isolated incident at all. Yo, listen, and Ron's been getting cooked like during like the debates. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, getting wild. Yeah, he has no charisma, no yeah. talent. So his whole platform is just spewing anti-black racism. That's the only thing that has kept him afloat. Now it's 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 getting to the point where it's going to backfire on him. Of course. Because people are not going to sit up here and let a, a sitting governor put targets on the, the black population. Yeah, but facts, like man. Mm -hmm. Now, I right, so, and he shot and killed, killed like three black folks, right? Yeah. Now, folks did some digging, mm -hmm. seeing that, oh, his mom is a registered Democrat. Mm -hmm. His dad's a Democrat. Mm -hmm. His brother, now that motherfucker. He's just as racist. <laughs> yeah, the, I've seen some of his tweets and in, in his, his yo, Facebook posts. Bro, he wild, right? But... Yeah. Around like 2018, 2019, and he's on Facebook as well talking about like likes, like uh, like you know, like kind of like like uh, standing up for BLM, right? So now it's kind of like this though. Now like we see, okay, this kid from this household full full of nothing but Democrats. But he's a Republican, by the way. He from oh, Ohio. really? Yeah, yeah. The killer, oh, damn. The killer was a registered Republican. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, you, oh yeah. damn. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, you see, Hammer, so should we trust? Okay, so then who's more trustworthy than you? Is the Democrats more like more more like trustworthy, or is it the, you know, like the conservatives? Man, 
that's like what kind of snake <laughs> won't bite you the most. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's, it's the same thing, man. We got to understand there's no difference. With this whole thing that happened down in Florida, the, the Republicans and the Democrats are both complicit. Mm-hmm. The Democrats are not putting forth no anti-black hate crime laws. Mm-hmm. If this happened to the LGBT, the Democrats will be out here marching right now talking Absolutely. about an LGBT law with billions of dollars allocated to these LGBT Absolutely. Groups, just like they did with the Pulse nightclub shooting in Florida years ago. Yeah. They were acting a fool over that shit. Um, if this happened to Asians, oh. somebody was targeting Asians, you saw when a few years ago when uh, a massage parlor got shot up, it they took had, a week. They had gazillions of dollars <laughs> at the Asian community. Asian hate crime laws left and right. Man, yeah, it's a week. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, immediately, the, the Democrats ain't doing nothing for us. They're mm-hmm. not. Do, they're not even speaking on it as an anti-black hate crime. They're talking about well, it's mental illness. Yeah. This guy's mentally ill. Hell no. Nah. It's a gun issue. <laughs> they, they're doing all of yeah. these deflective damn tactics. Hell so nah. they're just as complicit. So it's not who's the best. All of them are complicit in it. So we need both of them or whoever to start getting some anti-black crime bills going on and some resources allocated to the black community so that we can protect ourselves from this. Man, yo, like, and how, here, like, um, how long now have, like, black folks been asking for that anti-black hate, hate, like, crime bill? We, You know what? The thing is, we've been content with the crime bills being minority-based. Yeah. Uh, you can't harm minorities, hate crime. Mm-hmm. Hate crime is very broad. Mm-hmm. Very vague, yeah. But when you harm an Asian person, it's stop Asian hate. They're yeah. very specific. Of course. When it's other groups, they're very specific. We just kind of get this vagary thing. So we haven't really been campaigning for something specific for us for too long. Mm. We've been under this whole minority coalition thing, thinking, sure. okay, well, all of us are going to get the same protections, which we're not. So this is why now recently we're like, we need something specifically for black people, yeah. not minorities, not people of color, not marginalized people, black. but black people, because we are being specifically targeted with these hate crimes. Now, facts. Now, why do you think that Asians were, I guess, able to, like, to make things shake like that fast and get the Asian hate like crime? They're probably like, what, like months, weeks probably, right? Real fast. Yeah, but yeah. we can't get it done. Well, the thing is, the the white supremacists always have to elevate one group over us. Mm. So that's a little Jedi mind trick that they do. So if we get harmed, they'll find an Asian person who got harmed. Just like, for example, when the, the shooting happened in Buffalo, mm-hmm. they tied that into a shooting that happened at an Asian church out here. Wow. And they were like, oh, look at how blacks and Asians are being targeted. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. So let's bring a K-pop group to the White House. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you dig? You saw the game? Uh, that's so, let's, crazy. so they brought a K-pop group to the White wow. House and started talking about Asian hate crime. <laughs> So they left us out. They left us out. That's the game that they play. Yeah, that's This is why we're saying, hey, we we don't want to be tied in with nobody because whenever you do that, you end up etching us out of it. Mm -hmm. So we're saying, hey, let's just focus on us for right now. But hey, what about the Asian? No, 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 no. Y'all already got some for them. Of course. What about us? Well, what about um, um, Native Americans? No, what about us? This is why we're saying we need something for black people and we're standing on our square with that. Yeah, man, bro, here, right. Here right now, now here right now, like do you feel feel like right? So I did a I think a video that I had to like take down mm-hmm. and re-upload, right? Because the first version was I'm like, listen, obviously there's a race war coming. Mm-hmm. The race war is here. It's already here. <laughs> yeah, Not, right. It's here. It's yeah, here. It's yeah, here. right. So do you feel like 
black folks should kind of like join the, yo, we can't be anti-guns. Fuck gun reform. Fuck all that yeah, nut yeah, ass shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause we need our guns, and two, we gotta stop, you know, like stop doing felonies so we could have access to being able to have a gun, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. So how do you feel like black folks can combat this, right? Like, do we just just all get armed up and you know? Yeah, you know, we we definitely got to have our guns. I'm not for that gun reform stuff. And when yeah. I say we stop doing felonies, well, here's the thing, man. They can give us a felony for anything. That's true. Um, hell, if your homeboy goes commit a crime, yeah. they'll say, well, you guys are part of a gang. Like, what gang? Yeah. Well, I, the, the nigger gang. I just made it up. <laughs> and I just put a Rico on you niggas. So, yeah, they can, all got to go. Right, right. They'll just they'll throw a Rico on you. They, they, they do all white and I say so. So we got to understand that part of the game. And also those gun buybacks, mm-hmm. that's another con game too. Facts. You know, don't ever sell your gun to those gun buybacks. They say, because they'll say, you can bring your gun in and nobody's going to ask no questions, nigga. When you bring that gun in, they're going to do ballistics on that gun. Damn. They're going to see the bodies on it. <laughs> and then a few months later, they're going to right, go right back and get your ass. Yo, yeah? yo that's crazy. Yo, bruh. I know that. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's nothing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cr- You think they're not going to do ballistics on them guns at them gun buybacks? <laughs> yeah, oh, gonna, that's crazy. They're going to catch everybody on that. They're going <laughs> to see who brought the gun yeah. in. They're going to know who brought it in. God, then they're going to yeah. trace that guy back, trace the neighborhood back, yeah. and see and put two and two together, and then your ass is going to get hit. Yo, listen, bro. Like At that point, bro, if you like hard on for like $200, man. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Go donate plasma, man. Right, 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 right. right. Yo, 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 why do you feel, man, like uh, folks is like, folks deny, like, here, right, like, here, right? Like, so people, like, like feel, like, people, like, try to, like, shame folks for donating plasma. Hey, listen, man. Right, right. If you need the money, hey, hey listen, plasma was a shit, though. Yeah, yeah. Listen, like, back in college, mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, listen, bro, listen, it, it was. Fifty bucks on the first, <laughs> and then th- and then thirty, and on the second one, and we can do it like uh, like uh, uh, twice a week. Lord, Lord, <laughs> that's some immigrant shit. Y'all immigrants be doing that type of shit. We're gonna get the money from our grandma or some shit. Y'all got to do. Were you out there donating plasma? Lock out there donating sperm. And 80 bucks a week, Tariq, is free money. Right? Top no, four is 360. Man. No, sorry, uh, 320. No, we'll go out and bag, we'll go bag up some weed or something and get out of $50 or something. Yeah, we. Wait, wait, wait. You never tried like, like plasma or, or, or sperm donations no. before? Oh, Lord, no, 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 no. I ain't never done that. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> if, uh, yo, no, but I heard though, right? Like the real bag. Mm-hmm. Isn't sperm like that's like the real bag? Right? Meaning, like they give you like like a thousand bucks. Oh damn! Yeah, right? Yeah. You know they, uh, they give you money really from like drug testing too. Oh uh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I knew they used to do that back in the day. That's how um, Parliament and the Funkadelics, those guys, got all strung out back in the day. They were they went up to Harvard somewhere after doing a show, and they gave <laughs> them some money mm. to experiment with LSD and all of this. Shit. Oh so, no, nah, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Little that's experiments. That's where a lot of money is, but you'll be fucked up. But you. You get some money. It ain't worth it. You know? Yeah, man. Yo, what's your take on Larry Elder? Yeah. Larry Elder, um, most of his arguments are bad faith. He, he's, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's funded by these white supremacist think tanks. <laughs> so they give him his talking points to yeah. go out here and spew. So a lot of stuff I don't really take too seriously mm-hmm. from Larry Elder <laughs> because he's a puppet from yeah. for um, bigger entities. I look at the entities who fund him, mm. you know. Now, I right, so he said, 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 like, okay, so he also, like, and he debunked or tried to debunk the, um, 
the long hair, right? So pretty much like there's like like there's this like thing where it's like yo, like black folks are systematically oppressed because because like when we you know like go to get loans, we get like less loans than everybody right, else, right? Right, right, right. And he says the reason why is because niggas <laughs> don't got good credit, yeah. right? Okay, why don't we have good credit? See, let's break all of that down. Yeah. If we don't have good credit, why is that? Mm-hmm. You know, we have we don't have good credit for the most part because we have economic deprivation based yeah. on systematic white supremacy. But the Larry Elders, these guys are are put out here and they're paid to really deflect from white supremacy, to really make excuses for them. To say, yeah. well, it's not the good white people. It's you Negroes. Yeah. So they do the dirty work so that the white supremacists, they can't come out and say that stuff. Of course. A, a white man running around talking about how black people are just inept and we're inferior, you know, you'll be called out immediately. That's but facts. your black puppet, you'll pay him to say it for you. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's been going on since slavery. They've always had Negroes to do the dirty work. Yeah. Them. Now, I right, so you, so like you clearly like, like, you aren't an anti him, but you know, you know, you know, like I, I, I don't take him seriously yeah. because his arguments are all in bad. <laughs> yes, you know, and also if you debunk him, he doesn't lose anything. Yeah. Just like a Candace Owens, <laughs> yeah. if you debunk a Candace Owens, <laughs> they don't lose anything because their whole platform is to go out here and be watchdogs and guard dogs for white supremacists. Yeah, facts. You know, so they don't lose anything. Yeah. So, were you shocked that the bad faith and arguments? Demolish the Breakfast Club. Yeah. Now he, when Larry Elder was on the Breakfast Club, my yeah. sister Teslin was getting on him, but he threw some at Charlemagne, and you know it, it kind of hit a little bit. And Charlemagne is my guy. I like Charlemagne. Yeah. Um, and I've been on the Breakfast Club a, a few times, yeah. but um, Charlemagne said something to the effect of, "Well, hell, um, you ever hear about a nigga wake up call?" You hear about a nigga wake up call. Oh, that, that was bad. And then he was Larry Elder was like, oh. yeah, you got your nigga wake up call. <laughs> when Biden was on here talking about you ain't black if you don't vote for me. I'm like, damn. That was bad. Right? Damn, you couldn't really argue that. Because, that was yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I say there's no difference between the Republicans and yeah. the Democrats mm-hmm. as far as their anti-black racism. You know so and, and just because Larry Elder had a zinger, yeah. he's just as complicit. Larry, he does the same thing for the white Republicans. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, they try to point the finger back and forth. Of All of the white supremacists, Republican and Democrats, they're on the same page. Now, like, do you feel to, like, especially, like, for example, like, us as, like, interviewers, right? Yeah. Like, like we're not about to, like, 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 do 20 hours of political studies and research, right? Yeah, right, right. So do you feel like like they should have been more equipped with I guess you know like more knowledge to have an interview like like uh like uh, Larry Elder because yo and he left that interview mm-hmm. like sounded like oh shit you know like this guy knows a lot mm-hmm. you know and, he, and like he, he, he wanted do you think they um they could have done a better job at countering back? No, for the most part, my sister Teslin was on there just knocking all of his talking points <laughs> yeah. out of the water because she's very political astute, politically astute. Yeah, so she knows the game. So she was going in on some of the talking points that he was yeah. trying to throw out there because they've been debunked before. But the thing is, on The Breakfast Club, when, when Biden was on there yeah. talking about you ain't black if you don't vote for yeah. me, and you know The Breakfast Club is more left Leaning of to a certain degree, so I think a lot of these left-leaning um, places they they kind of let that bullshit fly mm-hmm. where it should be checked. Biden should have been checked on that nonsense. Um, and and some of these people when they come on those platforms, those left-leaning platforms with a lot of these agendas, 
um, they don't get checked enough, and they let a lot of stuff slide. And Larry Elder saw that opening, and then he took that. Yeah, you know? yo, uh, and who's uh, um, uh, uh, who's the uh, the uh, um, Taslin girl? Oh, sorry, Teslin, Teslin, yeah, right, Teslin Figaro. That's my sister, man. Love Teslin. Teslin, um, she's a consultant. She's out here. I've, I've done stuff with her before, so she's on top of her game. Yeah, she gives them that work. Yeah, right now, hey, Russell, hey, why do you feel though, like, like people or the audience like respond, I guess, negatively to a strong black woman? Um, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Yeah, it just depends. Yeah, comment section was like, oh, she tripping, you feel right, 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 right like, cause she was, you know, you know, like. Being, you know, like real vocal, you feel me, right? Yeah, yeah. You feel me? But like the audience, I, I guess they don't like a strong black woman who who like knows her shit. Right, right. You feel me? Right, and probably just the people trolling in there, but it was probably some some right wing trolls. Yeah. Because she was on top of her shit. And when you have some sisters or brothers yeah. really speaking truth to power, you're gonna have people trolling in the comments. So I think a yeah, lot man. of those trollish. Yeah, yeah, man. Now I I think she said like during the interview, yo, I be in on like Fox News and right? Yeah. Do you feel like it's beneficial for us to go to Fox News and combat, you know, like the fuck shit, like, or like, should we, like, or, or like, should we like, like, not even engage with them? Sometimes it's cool, but Fox mm. News, and I've been on there several times. Yeah. Fox News, they do little dirty tricks. When you're going in on them, I've shut down Laura Ingram on her own show before. Yeah. And when Fox News, they're so dirty, when you're going in on them, they'll just turn your mic off. <laughs> Dude, I've been on Fox News oh, talking, man. and they've taken me off air. I don't even know I'm off air. I'm oh, still really? talking. I'm like, I'm going in on them. And they're like, I'm hearing in the earpiece, okay, thank you, Tariq. You can leave now. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, they didn't went to a commercial on my ass. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, they, they do little stuff like nah, that. Nah, they, that's they, dirty. They play real dirty at Fox. They play very dirty at Fox. Just but it, it is what it is. You know, they don't really have... A, a real argument except that anti-black nonsense and when you debunk it they go to commercial on you that's just what it is man yo have you heard about like BT selling their uh, the network I think right now right B oh yeah yeah oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. now alright so one if you have to choose like somebody mm -hmm. to run the BT I guess the network or the company yeah who would you choose um, it. I don't know, man, because um. Well, well, you yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I, yeah, yeah, never sell it to me because they Tyler Perry was trying to get in. They stopped Tyler Perry from getting it. What? Yeah. Well, hey, because he like undermined them, right? Like, like, uh, like they wanted three billion, and, and he offered like two point four, I think, or five. Right. Right. Something, something like that. But yeah. hell, you know, that's a damn good price for BET. But they, I don't think they want really a black people really, really owning it like that. Mm. You know, it's owned by whites. Um, when when Bob Johnson owned it, there was a little dignity left. <laughs> now it's just none. And um, yeah, I, I think they don't want to sell it to brothers because they know that we could possibly say, "Hey, enough of this fuck shit that's going on." Yeah, we're gonna flip it and we're gonna do something constructive. How would you flip it? Um, what I no, man, I would number one have on. Um, more progressive programming. Mm -hmm. um, it wouldn't be stank hole videos and <laughs> and, and and drug nigga videos yeah. and all of that stuff. Niggas talking about doing Percocet. None of that stuff. It would go back to what BT when BT first started back in the eighties. Mm -hmm. It was actually cool. It was a balance there. You know, you had brothers Donnie Simpson and stuff like that. We would go back to some of that old school stuff, man. Just have the videos. Have some educational stuff, have some entertainment films, put some budgets into the films, because a lot of those BET film mm -hmm. budgets, you can tell, ain't too much money put in them. So we would do, I would do them like I do my films. My films are very successful and entertaining. Of course. And I would just do an extension of that. Yo, yo, listen. 
If you had the BT budget for your yeah, films, yes, indeed. Oh, that's a scary sight, though. Yes, indeed. I have a Hidden Colors series <laughs> in its fifth season. Uh, what? Yeah? Yes, indeed. Yo, yo, that be, yo, yo, that be, be scary though, man. Like, yeah. you yeah. feel me? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Like here, right? Mm -hmm. If BT says, "Yo, Tariq, like we try to like work, right? Mm -hmm. How soon do?" You think think right like the higher ups is coming down and, sh and shutting that shit down before the ink <laughs> before the ink dries. <laughs> man, let me right get you out of here, man. Like, no, man. Nigga, you're not about man, to put what? movies out <laughs> clowning us. You know, because I'll be going man, in on nah. white supremacy. That's the first thing I'll be going in on. So they're like, man. no, no, we're gonna play booty hole brown <laughs> and coochie pink and all of that shit. Oh yeah, yo, like speak on that, man. Like. Do you feel like we're being socially programmed now, like with this whole new like ratchet hole like genre now, like yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, man. They they're going back to some old <laughs> minstrel show stuff going yeah. on right now, yeah. man. It, it was cool when there's a balance. I like a little ratchetness here yeah, and there, but when they mainstream mm -hmm. the ratchetness, mm -hmm. that's very dangerous because that marginalizes a group of people. When they show you that Sukihani and sexy red, that's the image of black women. Yeah, that's a very negative thing to put out there. Of course. Um, because when certain people, when we start getting harmed, they're like, well, damn, look at them. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they're ratchet. Uh, they're ratchet. They're showing their booty hole. And, mm -hmm. you know, do we need to protect them? So that's the mm -hmm. message that they send. So, Oh, listen, it, it's kind of like how, like, during, like, the, 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 like, the 60s, right? Yeah. Like, they wouldn't show, like, the peaceful protest niggas marching. Yeah. Like, they'll show, like, the niggas, <laughs> like, fighting back. Yeah. And right. say, so, you see? Mm-hmm. Do you, do you feel me like you know? Oh, yeah. You feel me like you know, right? But though, hey, do you feel like the promotion of the ratchet hoes rap is just the system doing its thing, or there's people actually like 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 pushing buttons and saying, "Yo, like promote that up." Yeah, it's the system doing its thing. Did you see who cloned Tyrone? That movie? Over no, there? I see it. You yet, gotta bro. see that. Yeah, everybody, I'm yeah. surprised that my man. And, and I shout out to the brother who put that together to put those messages mm -hmm. out there to get him through. Because basically the whole thing was about white people being behind the scenes cloning niggas to do some of the worst ratchet shit to wow. keep the community subjugated, wow. which is really happening. When we see stuff that goes on in the media, understand mm -hmm. that billions of dollars go into the Sukihanas and the, yeah. the drug addict rappers. Um, a, a brother rapping about something constructive or just rapping good, mm -hmm. he's not getting a budget. But the, the Viacoms and all of these major corporations, they'll give a gazillion dollar budget to somebody who can't really rap and for them to rap about getting high and showing their coochie or booty or whatever they got. Yeah. You know? But that's so, nuts. So that's orchestrated by the dominant society, the corporate structure. They choose to put on what they want to put on. Yeah. You know? So, here, so do you feel like black folks just not consuming the ratchet bitch rap or, or, or like not putting their like dollars behind it. Is that enough for us to disrupt the, you know, like the, the uh, agenda or, or, at, or at, 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 at like this point is like, listen, it, 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 if they push the button mm -hmm. there, like there's a, you know, you know, you know, like there ain't shit that we can do about it. Well, the thing is, man, a lot of the stuff that's, um, the hip hop that we see now, it's white people who promote that stuff. And, yeah. and they're the biggest audience for hip hop. 80% of the hip hop oh, yeah, audience true. is white. That's true. That's why when you look at Coachella and certain hip hop concerts, mostly white people in the audience. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, some of us, we do support some of the ratchet stuff, but for the most part, a lot of us ain't on that. 
um, that money is coming from the dominant society. Mm. So we're going to have to start learning how to, you know, get our resources together. That's what I do on a grassroots, you know, have our films and we fund them on a grassroots level. We fund our museums on a grassroots level. We just got to start funding things on a grassroots level to get the things that we want. Yo, speaking of grassroots and and authentic grind, right? Mm -hmm. Have you tapped into this white boy called Oliver called Oliver Anthony, I think? I never heard of him. Uh here. Mm-hmm. Listen, and he, hey, let me like show you, man. And he's the one who made this song right now that like the white supremacists are like or trying to use um He's a rapper? <laughs> no? I never heard of him. Oh uh, listen, when you go listen, when you go home, right? Yeah. Listen. I, I would love to hear a, a Tarita Sheila she like live stream and hear my cause he hear 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 right so listen so he went viral right mm-hmm. uh, two weeks ago okay now this song is a song that like white supremacists is taking and say oh you see and you know and and you know and he's he's like uh, attacking Biden. He's uh, attacking, you know, like folks using like the welfare system. Mm. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! Right, um, and he, he's talking about uh, the men that are north of Richmond is trying to tell us what to do, uh, right? And they're trying to say, listen, there were men the north who were anti-slavery trying to tell us what, to, right? Mm. <laughs> right, but guess what though? Like, and he did, like, and he did something that's never done before. And he went went quote unquote viral, and on IG, right? Okay. And with, it, and by the next Friday, the Hot 100 Billboard said he had the number one song in wow. the country. Wow. Now wow. listen, I've been on on the internet for a long time. Mm. I ain't never seen nobody go viral on fucking IG reels, then yeah. have the number one song in the world. Wow. 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 Uh, you feel me? And where is he from? Richmond, Virginia? Yes. Okay. Yes. And, oh. And the song is about just what, um, what what's the, the name of the song? Sure, 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 right? It's called Rich Men North of Richmond, right? Okay. Here, right, here, right. So he want to say that, oh, it's about the working class people being sick and tired of the man, like, having his boots and on our necks, right? Okay. But there are, are like, dog whistles and some lyrics that can be interpreted, right? And the white supremacists, oh, they, oh, oh, they is loving this shit right now. I know there got to be some anti-black dog whistles. <laughs> I'm dying to hear. I got to sit back and listen to it. But that that reminds me of that song by that guy, um, Try This in a Small Town. You know, oh, no, no. You, you heard that. You, you never oh, heard that? Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Try This in a Small Town was the country singer. He did a song um, basically using these anti-black dog whistles. Yeah. Like, yeah, y'all want to protest? Come try this here. And basically, it was almost a lynch song. Oh, wow. He did the video in front of a place where there was a famous lynching. Wow. So there was a lot of these racist dog whistles, and that song blew up. Right after the Montgomery chair beating happened down there in Alabama, the song fell off the charts because um, a lot of the white supremacists started to get pumped up from that. Yeah. Try this in a small town. These little songs are kind of getting them riled up. Oh, wait. You hold up, though. Mm -hmm. Because that song fell off the charts. Mm Mm-hmm. And immediately after the the like chair incident, yeah, and he went viral. Mm. Well, yeah, that's why I got to hear his song. I got to hear what he's talking about. Hey, listen, yeah. hey, dog, hey, listen though, man, listen. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like though, bro? Like here, like 
2023, right? Yeah. When you see, like, let's say this, right? Like, he goes, like, like viral. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, a grassroots or authentic shit? Or do you feel like if you go viral enough, there has to be somebody who's involved in that? Right. You know what? The algorithms, for some of these guys, yeah. you got people behind the scenes who can kind of boost the algorithms up a little bit. So yes. when they started, when they get a little traction, you got some people that'll make their stuff more visible. Just mm. like on YouTube. You got people that, you know, they'll make your stuff They'll recommend it to certain um, um, other videos. Yeah, um, they don't really do that a lot for us. A lot of our no. stuff, we get shadow banned, yeah. little stuff like that. <laughs> Man, you know boy, yeah, yo, yeah. RZA Islam Instagram, oh, oh boy, yeah, uh, they, my, uh, hey, oh yeah, they done taken RZA <laughs> offline so many times. Shout to my brother RZA, yeah. bro. Listen, yo, bro, here, right? Like, I, I like have to type in his full shit. Yeah, and even still, then don't get it. He don't pop up, right? Yep. I have to then like go to like our like our like messages and say, you feel me? Oh yeah, and then click on his name there. Oh yeah, yeah. Reza has to text me his new pages. <laughs> he gets taken down so much. Hey brother, this is my new page. The, yeah. So when you're really speaking truth to power and you black, yeah, people gotta search for you. It's like where's Waldo? But these guys right here who make some kind of little coded dog whistle song, yeah. all of a sudden they pop up all over the place. They go crazy, man. Yeah. Yo, have you like tapped into Bobby Altos yet? No, who's that? She's the white girl who like interviewed Drake. Yo, yeah, yeah. What's up with that girl? <laughs> you know, yeah, I've seen some of her stuff. To, to be honest, this woman looks like she's like one accusation away from like some kind of sexual assault. <laughs> I, I just feel like she's about to say some nigga did something to her sexually. It's crazy. I can just see that happening. I can just oh, see it man. in her face. Yeah. I can just see she's right on the cusp. <laughs> Sooner or later, she's gonna say some brother then touched her with his dick. Now, that's, hey, I could. I'm not saying you're doing yeah. it now, ma'am, but I'm just. It's I coming. can see it. I, I can see it. You feel me? Yeah, the way she's talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, bro. Like, okay, so like, why do you feel like our rap superstars, right, mm-hmm. are reluctant to go on hip hop media? Right, right. But again, mind you, though, like she like. She wasn't big. Like she had like, she had fifty thousand subscribers when Drake did it, mm, right? Mm. So so like she's a nobody, right? But you have all they, they blew up. Yeah, they blew her up. They blew her up. And Why? The, and these same Negroes will be funny style about <laughs> coming on the hip hop platform. Yeah. That that's real true. That's crazy. That's, yeah, and I, I I criticize a lot of brothers for doing that, man, because folks will go on stuff like Vlad, and I'm not trying to shade Vlad. Mm-hmm. And when you get black platforms who try to say, hey, come, let me do an interview, they get funny style or they ask for some lump sum of money or something. Yeah. So, yeah, black folks got to get off that bullshit. Yeah, man. Do you feel like it's self-hatred or, or like why, like, like, for example, Drake, he is the biggest artist in the world, right? Yeah. And he hasn't done a black rap interview, right? Mm. In 10 years, right? Mm. And listen, and like, we don't count the Elliot, like, hair, right? Hair, right? So, like, and he had one like five years ago with Elliot Wilson with like Red Radar, right? Yeah. But, and he said, Y'all come to my house, y'all do this interview on my personal YouTube channel, not y'all shit, on my channel, mm-hmm. and we edit it and we'll put it out. And, right? So, like, he pretty much interviewed himself. Right, 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 right. So, he put out those parameters for a seasoned hip-hop journalist who's been doing this shit for like 40 years. Yeah. But he went on the white girl shit with no parameters or nothing. Right. So, you know, you feel me? Right, right. Like, is it just because, like, we don't, like, respect our own shit? Because why do you think Drake thought that is more valuable to go on right. 
a white girl with right. like 50k. Right. He should have went to some, you know, some more seasoned black platforms that have a track record. Now, to be fair, mm-hmm. I understand there's a lot of YouTube channels and uh, mm-hmm. podcasts out here now, and you don't really know who's behind them. And also, if you're a black artist and you go say, "Hey, let me give them some shine by you know letting mm-hmm. give them my notoriety to this platform," some of these niggas are turned on. <laughs> you know, let's keep it above. You give yes. these niggas shine. You're like, hey, bless your thing with my yes. shine. And you get on there yeah. and you give them a great interview and give them a bunch of views. Mm-hmm. And then these niggas ain't new, used to notoriety. They'll turn around <laughs> and then diss you the next week for I, more I've views. Have you have that it. happened? Yeah. What, 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 wait, though. Like, I've I, I seen dudes, though, who, like, and I found through you. Yeah. Now they diss you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. 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 So, right. right. so yeah, then you, you got like bitch niggas out here yeah. who just do little whole shit for clout. <laughs> yeah, so then I, I can see a lot of black entertainers like, oh, I don't want to go this nigga. You know, yeah, of shine. he'll try to clout chase mm-hmm. and then milk the whole situation as long as he can by making a bunch of diss videos. Of course. So we got to cut that shit out too. Yeah, right. But the Drake interview took her. So look, right. So she had 50,000. Subscribers, right? Yeah. When it dropped, she like went from fifty one thousand subscribers to seven hundred and twenty thousand mm. in five days. Wow! 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 So, can you imagine if he would have blessed an independent black media outlet mm. and take them from fifty thousand to seven hundred? Hey, because Drake pretty much gave her a million dollar business. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. Like, come and, on and now, you entertainers, y'all got to chill out on that. There are a lot of black platforms that you can be on, giving the same shine to. That will show respect because, again, that white girl, yeah. she's been saying a lot of real weird shit lately. Mm-hmm. I think she said she went to Lil Yachty's yeah. house or something. Hey. And the way she was talking, I just didn't uncomfortable. like it. Yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, I, oh, I was uncomfortable. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. Oh, that, that gets into some of that, oh, I was about to get raped talk. Yeah, fact. And I don't so, like that. And y'all better be careful with them little white girls going on their platforms. I'm bigging them up like that. Facts, but yeah. now, so like we like... So we like did some digging, though. Yeah. It, it turns out, guess what? So when she, when she had about, I think, I think she had like, like eighty thousand, right? Mm-hmm. And on TikTok, mm. she got signed by WME. Wow. And by some guy called like Scott, right? And who's like who's one of the, the I'm talking about like like the high power manager, right? Like mm. that nigga get busy, wow. right? So we so like again. So to get signed by one of the largest management groups, one of the the biggest managers in the game, period, mm-hmm. where you had had only eighty thousand and on TikTok, yeah, that's yeah. bizarre. Wow, right? Wow. They, they went and got her and platformed her up all the way. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. And and all the guests that she had has been WME talent, mm. Drake, uh, Funny Marco, yeah. right? Yeah, Armani White. So now, guess what though, right? So they're the ones who are truly like, you know, like, right? Like, giving her like these interviews. Mm-hmm. Then she goes on Barstool and tells this fake story, like, oh, I, I'm just reaching out and damn Drake. Listen, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yo. Yeah. So that, Listen, that man. makes sense. Okay. Like, how is this person with these little views? Man, come on. Man. Drake. Yeah. Bro, okay, listen. Nah, that makes sense. Dog. This little white girl like try to tell us that oh I just DM Drake and asked him to to like do no, my podcast, no. and he told me yeah, and I flew out like two days later. Don't oh, stop. Yeah. Also, oh, they already had her, you know, 
basically a plant, sounds like. Yeah, they, yeah, she, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. You know, they do that. There's this group, these girls called Fly in a Boss. Have you seen these videos? Of these oh! Yeah, you know, with the, they're running around, rapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to make it seem like that's some organic. They're, they're signed. And oh, they, really? Yeah, they're, they're putting wow. them out. That's why their videos were all over the place. Mm. You notice that video was just popping up yeah. everywhere. Yeah, they're running, 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 yeah. yeah. And the video was everywhere. That's, wow. That's the corporate structure pushing that out there. And Enough they were fun. already signed. That's not organic. Of course, man. Yeah. Yo, so Michael O'Hearn, right? Michael uh, Orr, yeah, from yeah, the Orr. blind side, yeah. Now, so he told a story about how dumb <laughs> the white folks, like, brought him in. Mm-hmm. They took care of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Fidesz's ass, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so one, should black folks always be cautious and expect that the relationship with any type of like white entity trying to help you out mm-hmm. would always be mutually beneficial. And even if you can't identify mm-hmm. what you are helping them with, mm-hmm. you should expect the fucking is coming soon. Yeah, you, you should expect it. Just <laughs> expect it. Right, the yeah. whole Michael Orr story, man. I, I've been on that for years. And even Michael Orr, um, even back in the day when the movie The Blind Side came out, yeah. I, I didn't like the movie because they made him seem like dumb, a big, stupid. dumb yeah, beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look at the poster for The Blind Side, they photo, they make him real big. Yeah. I want you to go back and wow. y'all go back and look at the poster of The Blind Side. Sandra Bullock is about this big, yeah. and this nigga looks like King <laughs> Kong. They make him extremely big, uh, a big black ugly nigga. Yeah, like this this demure white woman is taming this big savage Negro yeah. beast. Uh, that's it that type of thing. He's running around. Hey, mama, I need some eat. <laughs> that bullshit. And Michael Orr's like, hey, I need I was, some eats, yeah. <laughs> You got some eats for me, white mama. You got some toe top stepping in there. I, I sure uh, is hungry before I play some of these footballs. <laughs> and Michael Orr's like, crazy. hey, I wasn't doing none of that bullshit. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, right now because uh, um, I seen him like he did like in interview and said, bro, like. I can read. Like, right, right. I, like, he wasn't I'm very intelligent. Yeah, he wasn't slow moving around. My yeah. brother, my, my guy, Mike Daniels, man, plays for yeah. the NFL. He said he played against Michael Orr. He's mm. like, Michael Orr wasn't no slow. Like, he like, Michael would smash niggas yeah, on the field, man. Michael was a beast. So yeah. he wasn't this big, slow, dumb nigga mm-hmm. walking around. So just that whole portrayal was already bogus. And to see what they were doing behind the scenes, um, basically they tricked him into sign, signing a conservatorship mm. where basically that white family would get control of his resources and That's his crazy. assets. Damn. So they were finessing his ass. So, so yeah, which is expected. And yeah. that Leanne Tui woman, her shit is real funny style. She's mm-hmm. done some real racist shit in the past. Oh, really? Yeah, she's done some real funny style shit. So, yeah, we, we're not surprised at all. Wait, so do you feel like they, they like, brought him in, like, under the intentions of, yo, you're going to be big one day. Right. They, look, white people know talent when they see it. They That's know, a, a, they, they look at us like animals. They, they know a gift horse. They know somebody who's going to make some money. They can see it young. Yeah. In fact. They got that slave owner mentality. They're like, oh, let me look at this buck. Oh, Boy, man. this nigga got good old hunting legs. Oh, he looks like he's going to make us a nice, good piece of money. They, they know. And they saw the talent in him. They're so, hey, come on, let's let's let us adopt you. Yeah, we're gonna bring you out of the ghetto. Yeah, that, yeah, because we're so good and white. They they saw yeah. where his career was going. So again, they wanted to get in early. You know, <laughs> and they did though. They did. They <laughs> did. We better understand the game out here. <laughs> hey man, nah, nah, bro. Listen, like that's crazy. So like, should we be like more cautious of, for example, I've always been a guy where like. I'm more cautious of a white savior, meaning like, bro. Yeah, yeah. If you come and try to be overly nice, mm-hmm. 
Like you got BLM in your bio, like you marching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Every protest with us, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. right, like, yeah. like to me, like you know, that's suspicious, you know? Um, right. Oh, damn that. Where are you in the courtroom? <laughs> I need you on that jury Facts. to put these cops in jail because all of these damn liberal white people will be at the Black Lives Matter oh, marches, man. but we can't get twelve of y'all in a damn jury box to to put one of these motherfuckers in jail. Facts, that's the man. thing, you know. Yeah, so, bro. Yeah, bro. Like that's crazy, man. Here, yeah, right? Here, yeah, right? So for Michael or or Hurdle, right? Mm-hmm. So, how do you feel like that's gonna end? Like, is he gonna like get back his shit? Uh, probably so. Probably so. Because mm-hmm. yeah, it's looking bad for that family. So mm-hmm. yeah, them doing that little finesse game, I think they're gonna have to say, hey, you know, we got to give it up and give him what he's supposed to get because they've made a gazillion dollars yeah. off the Blindside movie. Yeah. And he's not really made that much off of it. No. Because if you look at the movie, they made the movie about. The Sandra Bullock character. They yes. made it about the white woman. Mm-hmm. He's just a stand-in. You know, that's yeah. like a, you know, yeah. he's like a prop. It's just fact. to show how good the white woman is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's crazy, right? <laughs> like, dude is... What the fuck? Hello? Yeah. Wait, let me... Sorry about that. Okay, okay, okay. Right, hey, Russell. Like, for example, like he was an in hyper intelligent, yeah, very smart guy, a supreme athlete. Mm-hmm. But but like they made it like, oh, you know, he's he's slow, he's stupid, mm-hmm. and they saved him. Right now, like, do you feel like that was some like messaging be be behind that, like to make him you know look like he was weak? They, vulnerable, they, you know and they, they saved them? They always got to do that in those movies. The, the white savior movies, that's a real big trope in movies, man. Yeah. Um, um, a lot of these television shows and movies, Different Strokes was based on that. Mm-hmm. Um, Gary Coleman and, and Todd Bridges being saved by a rich white man. Mm-hmm. This whole thing where we can't make it on our own, we can't take care of ourselves, and we need a, a benevolent white benefactor to take care of us, mm-hmm. um, like a white mommy, a white daddy, um, Emmanuel Lewis had to show Webster back in the 80s. A mm-hmm. little black boy who couldn't grow, had a white fan. So that's always been a trope yeah. um, where they try to program into us. We won't be able to be anything unless a white person takes care of us. So don't try to be self-sufficient. If you try to build a black family and be self-sufficient, you're going to fail. You need Mr. Drumming. You need a, a Sandra Bullock. You need a white mommy and white daddy to be there to save you. And that's just not true. Man. Now, all right, man. So let's move past that. Yeah. So so when did you know that Carly Russell was a lying ass heifer? Um which one Carly Russell? Oh yeah 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 the girl down there. Oh, story. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um when I, when I realized something was going on with that story was um the whole wig thing. Yes. Yeah, she left her wig. Yeah yeah like and, and and she went in the woods, and somebody said she had she had a plate of food in there with her. I'm like, wait, wait, yeah. something ain't yeah. up. Something ain't Food got taken with her. Food got taken with her. Wait, yeah. like, here, here. So, like, it, her, her phone got left. Yeah. Her wallet got left. Yeah. Her hair got left. Yeah. But it took some good wings. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah man, uh, when, they, when I heard about the weave being left, I'm like, sister ain't going to leave no damn wig. They're not going to leave no Facts. weave. They're going to fight for that damn lace front. Facts. And I said, eh. and then it started to unravel. I said, okay, I see what it is. And look, the police, they knew that it was Cap. They knew it was, you know, they knew she was full of, of shit. Of course. But they just milked it so that in other cases where black women are missing, <clears throat> yeah. they can say, well, we don't have to look for you guys because she that lied. woman, she lies. So she, this other woman might be lying too. 
So they kind of milked it and stretched it out, knowing that it was a farce. Yeah. Now, so since we now know, yeah, I guess how detrimental like this was to black folks, right? Yeah. What should her punishment be? Well, the same thing as they give everybody else. I don't think because now they're talking about having a special new law, a felony, for her, yeah. a felony for her. There was a white woman in South Dakota this week. Oh wow! Went, yeah, went down to Florida. A white yeah. woman who had an affair on her husband. Damn. Um, went down there and said she got kidnapped and raped, <laughs> all right, because she wanted to cover up the affair. God damn. But they saw her stupid ass buying the rope at Walmart. She yeah. bought the rope, and she's on video buying really... the kidnapping rope. So there's a white woman. Stupid. So, yeah, they're like, oh, well, she was going through some marital problems. So they, they're doing that shit. So don't give us a different type of punishment you give to white people. Yeah. Everything has to be equal across the board. Man, hair. Facts, man. Yeah. Yo, also, too, yo, like, why have you been hair? Right, so, like, like, uh, like, you've been one of like the only dudes, right? Who, when the world turned their back on Shakari Richardson, mm-hmm. you was campaigning for her. Yes, I was. You, you never like turned your back on her. Right. Now right. she's the world champion. Now, yes, now, now, mm-hmm. now, everybody coming back and yes, trying they to. Are. You feel me? So mm-hmm. why did you never like turn your back on her when the world was kind of like saying, hey? hey Feeling like you know, like smoking weed, making mistakes, right? You know? Right, because you know that's our daughter, man. I look at her, you know, I'm a, I'm a father, I have girls. Yeah. I look at her as one of our daughters, man. And we saw the talent, and sometimes our kids make mistakes. She just yeah. made a little mistake that didn't take away from her greatness. And I'm not going to turn on on one of our great people just because yeah. they make a little bullshit mistake. She's a kid, she's young. Yes, that's going to happen. She's still great. She got her shit together, and she came back on top like we knew she would. Yeah, naturally, right now. Wait though, now, right now, I'll be honest with you now. How happy were you to see her want them to make it? No, that was what was funny. But she was kind of stunting on them because yeah, 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 the, 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 yeah, because the Jamaicans were talking mad shit. When talking they won, shit. when they beat her, Cash it. they were talking mad shit. And yeah. talking shit to us. Yeah. Fuck you, FBA niggas. <laughs> Bumba Clot, FBA niggas. They were boy really guy, yeah. Guy, you know? yeah, all right, all right, all right. Now our sister talking mad shit. You're right. Man. Now our sister got back on top and they're like, we're all in these together, niggas. We're yeah. all in this together. So it's yeah. it's all good. It's all good. Yo, listen. When are we bringing back the Coon Awards, man? You know what? We're going to do that at yeah. the museum because everybody's asking oh, about the Coon. Okay. We're going to have it at the museum. Okay. So, man, everybody keeps asking about the Coon Train Awards. And back in, um, for those who don't know, back in 2016, we um we had a Coon Train Awards. Yes. Where we were giving out awards for the, the biggest Coon. I think Sheriff Clark won an award. I want to say Charles Barkley might have won one. We have Damn. a whole big coon thing. It was funny. It was very funny. We had comedians. So we, we're going to bring that back because a lot of people are asking about it. And the reason why we haven't had another one, because there have been so many coons. <laughs> I was just, we're just waiting to see, okay, we kept adding categories. Yeah, yeah, no. like, damn, we got to add a new category. Yeah. So now it's so much coonery out here. We got to sit here and figure out all the categories we're going to have now. Here, I, yes, right? Now, listen, now, I may be putting you on the spot, right? But... Can can you name me your top three coons right now? In twenty twenty three. Oh man! Or, uh, in fact, five, like, five, five coons. Oh man, it's, it's so many of them. Um, well, Candace Owens is number one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's right wing and left wing. <laughs> oh, okay. Roland Martin. Yeah, I think he's a big old juicy <laughs> wait, coon. Wait, 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 wait. I rolled a coon, man. Well, because he's a coon for the Democrats. Anything <laughs> yeah. they do, anything they say, he just vote blue no matter yeah, who, yeah, no matter yeah. how much it undermines the black community. Yeah. So he's one. Yeah. Um, Jason Woodlock is one. Um, he's uh, a major coon. Um, it's, it's a lot of little sub-coons out here, too. 
Um, Larry Paris Denard. Yeah, Paris Denard. Yeah, Paris, <laughs> yeah, Paris is kind of whatever, but um, Larry Oldie, he's a major coon. Damn, uh, okay, big, oh, yeah. big Larry. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, man, it's, it's it's so many. It's so many to name. Well, uh, well, um, uh, your boy, man, uh, Lee. Oh, my God. Uh, Jesse Lee Peterson. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Jesse's an OG. He's like, you know. He's like, oh yeah, he's an OG coon. He, you don't even have to give him an award. He's a lifetime achievement coon, so you don't you don't have to give him an award no more. He's already solidified his coon in, yeah. in history. And he's been in one of my movies, by the way, too. Oh, 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 oh Jesse, Jesse Lee? we had Jesse Lee in Hidden Colors Five. Really? Yeah, we had him cooning it up. Yes, <laughs> hey man, yeah. hey, but 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 like he's great TV though. Yeah, he's funny. You feel he's me? Funny. He's yeah, funny right? as hell. He's hilarious. Bro. Now though, were you shocked when the bussy? Allegations. No, because I've always said, Jesse, Jesse, are you into Bushy Cat? I've always asked them. I've always thought, because look, if you're a coon like that, either that type of cooning. You love the white man. Either you come from a non-FBA culture, because we got a lot of non-FBA coons out here, unfortunately. Of course. Or if you are a domestic coon, there's some, um, some... Bussy action going on. <laughs> yeah. I think even with Larry Elder, there's some bussy action. But with, with Jesse, because he, to be that kind of a coon, a woman ain't going to really want you. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. To be that much of a coon, a yeah, woman ain't going to really get down with yeah. you. Um, a white woman might, but yeah. a sister ain't going to get down with you. And Jesse told me he don't really mess with white women. <laughs> so I'm like, well, he must mess with white men or something. Yeah, of course. So yeah, these white men then came out and said that Jesse is, five or six, right? Yeah, a bunch of white men said that Jesse has been out here engaging in <laughs> bussy activity. So, you know, I'm not shocked. Yo, <laughs> that video was the funniest shit in the world, bro. It was like five or six of them. Yeah. Like together, like, yep. like have like a, what? Like, uh, like, uh, intervention, right? Yeah. yeah Boy, yeah, just yeah. He was turning up. Ass, what's up, man? <laughs> That's crazy, man. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. man, do you think, like, are they capping or do you think, think they're like, um, they're like telling the truth? Yeah, hey, look, you know, Jesse got caught. Liking like some gay porn on his Twitter one time, you know that? Uh, no, really? look that up. Look that up. Yeah, Jesse must he th- he thought I think he thought he logged out of his Finster account. Yeah, and he was you know you can see what a pe- person likes. So yeah. They saw that he was liking some gay porn Damn. on his Twitter. So yeah, so those accusations about Jesse's been going around for a long time. So and there's nothing wrong with whatever your sexual preference is, but when you're a coon and you you know. You know, he's spoken against that, to be honest. You oh, know? really? Yeah, he's spoken. Oh, you know, yeah, because he's right. like a tradcon, right? Right. He's like, you know, you know that right wing thing. He's, you know, all oh, that's against God. And then you liking gay porn. So, yeah. Man, yo, do you feel like hair, hair right? So, like, so, so, like, you don't, like, categorize yourself as rap pill? No, no, not at all. No. no. But... I seen I seen like the second channel there, right? Right? Like where like you about to like start giving game now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm still gonna do it. I just don't have time. I'm doing so much stuff. Yeah. I, yeah. Um the the Titan with Tariq page where I'm giving games. Yeah. A lot of people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm so busy doing all of this other stuff, you know, I gotta, you know, put more stuff on that channel. Listen, like, cause right now, like the lane right now is wide open. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Like oh, yeah. Kevin Samuels, you know, um, got rest of soul and he's gone. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Fresh and fit is out of here. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. And right yeah. now, like, hey, listen, Tariq, like the lane right now is yeah, and a lot wow, of you feel me? Yeah, and that's that's something that I really created twenty yeah. something years ago when I started doing Mac Lessons Radio. Yeah, that's how I got started. A lot of folks who don't know, I did something on Mac Lessons Radio over twenty years ago, which was really one of the first podcasts. Twenty something years ago, people weren't doing podcasts; it wasn't popular. Mm-hmm. There were no platforms for it. YouTube had just got started, and, and when YouTube got started, you can only put like 10, 15 minutes yeah. on your, your video. So I was doing a podcast years ago talking about relationships and dating and game. And then I, I started getting into the documentaries and all that other stuff. Of course. So a lot of um, the relationship stuff I was doing years ago. Man, now there's a, there's like a bunch of dudes who I just think are unqualified to even give, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, uh, like, like, um, like there's some like rumors that regarding like Steve Harvey mm. that his wife allegedly cheated on him. Yeah, I don't think that's true. I think that's no? just some um, one of these um, fake. News pages started that rumor. Mm. Yeah, I don't think that's true. Um, uh, yeah, I don't think that's true. Man, man, yo, listen, man, bro, I, I didn't had you hearing that for about what an hour forty, right? An oh, hour yeah. thirty-five minutes. Minute. Yeah. Yo, listen, bro, like, what's next up, man? Filming like, for them to so 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 uh, the the uh, documentary is going to drop when? Like, yes, we early next year. We okay. just finished filming it and we're doing yeah. the editing now. The hip-hop documentary and mm-hmm. the title will be announced. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the new deodorant called Root Work that everybody's loving at rootworkstyle.com. Hey, um, the you movie, non-FBA. Yeah, 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 all my non-FBA folks, you can, you're going to love it. Top <laughs> it. <laughs> Top it. Yes, natural <laughs> deodorant that we got. It's on and popping. Yeah. Um, the movies, I still got my other movies, American Maroon, that's still available. Yes. Yeah, we got a streaming site called FBAStream.com where you can watch all of our movies. Oh, where? Uh, yeah, 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 FBAStream.com. Wait, wait, and who built that for you? Like, like, I did, I did, my company. My company. Wow. Yeah, yeah. FBAStream.com, watch all uh, of our movies. Bro, that's major. Yes, indeed. FBAStream.com. Yeah. Um, we got books. The um, FBA Race Beta book is out. And the museum, man. Y'all need to come to the museum, man. You come to the museum, yes, man. Yes, Listen, I, 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 I'm going to come like, like what? Like uh, in this Saturday. So, like, y'all doing something? Not this Saturday. We got something. We got an event Saturday night, the 26th. I know I don't want to date this broadcast yeah. here. But the 26th, Saturday, we got something. We got some uh, comedians. Come through then. Yes. You yes, feel me? Hey. Yeah. But we're open every day. We're open uh, Monday through Friday, 11 to 4. Oh, a word. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Like, here, right? So, like, what's there right now? Like, uh, like, like, what's the main, like, attraction? Um, basically, we got a beautiful mural on the outside. Mm-hmm. On the inside, we have... Um, Oh, man, we got a little section where we talk about West Coast hip-hop history. Mm-hmm. We got a, a black inventor section. We got a black um, 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 freedom fighter section. Mm. Um, we got the history of FBAs in California. We got a little section there. Okay. We got um, statues and murals and artifacts. We got a big bust of Dr. Francis Cress Welsing, who was my idol. Okay. We have a sister, uh, a big bust of um, Biddy Mason, who was a very important sister in Los Angeles, yeah. who's the grandmother of Los Angeles, who was a very wealthy woman out here. So it's a lot of good informational and educational stuff at the museum that people Man. can go to every day and check it out. Hey, I'm coming. You feel yes. me? Right? Yes. And go oh. to hiddenhistorymuseum.com yeah. to donate too, by the way. Yes. Where's the tutor? Like, like the address? Yeah, 2131 West Jefferson Boulevard in Jefferson Park. That was a historically black area out there where a lot oh, wow. of wealthy black people were living. So yeah, Jefferson and Arlington out there in LA, right by the 10 Freeway. And they can donate on what? On Online. the website? Yeah, on the website, hiddenhistorymuseum.com. Man. Yeah. Yo, Tariq, oh! So, alright, Russell, listen, Russell, one more thing. Right? 
So I'm not burying, right? Mm-hmm. So can I be an honorary, <laughs> an honorary FBA man? <laughs> but your lineage is Liberia. You know, it's a lineage. It's not a group. You can't join the FBA. It's like I can't be an honorary Liberian. You know? Wait, wait the, but though. I'm sure that I can trace my ancestors back here, right? You feel me? You you might, but, but the slaves. Thing, you, know, you might, there, you might, there might be somebody, yeah, but you know yeah. your lineage. You gotta have that FBA lineage, right? Now you you, you just ingested too much Jolov now, so you know. I know, right? Yo, yo, yo. But I had actually uh, like. I, I had the jollof with the okra and goat meat this morning. Actually. Oh, damn shit. Okay. <laughs> I'm too far gone. <laughs> You're too far gone now. You eat some cornbread and collard greens, you might throw up or break out or something. <laughs> <laughs> Not, bro. Listen, though, man. Bro, yeah. listen, bro. Like, bro, no. Let's, like, I, I truly like, uh, bro, I, like, I, 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 like, loved love, right, bro? Like that, like, the FBA's, like, finally got, like, yeah. Bro, hey, hey, bro, cause we, bro, like we done heard like for years, right? Like the cool shit of, yeah, you know, they don't got no culture. Yeah, that bullshit. Right, yeah, we stopping that. Yeah, it's, we stopped that. Yeah. Now it's like that was kind of feeling like since like what since since, since like twenty nineteen. You feel me? Tariq has like, yo, listen, mm-hmm. this is us. Yes, you feel me? Yes, and, and and you know, you know, like you know, like we see, you know, like a new pride now. You feel me? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And like past the jokes to me, like that's the important part. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Like we're like, you know, there's been like groups and kids being told your ass ain't got no culture. Burner boy even like says some bullshit like right. that. Right. So yeah, they're getting called out for that stuff now. You feel me? You know, yeah. yo, let's speak on that though. So when you heard, uh, I think Burner boy said, they don't got no culture. Right. Or... Yeah, Burner Boy said something to that effect, and he's kind of said stuff like that before mm. relating to foundational black Americans, our lack of culture, yeah. whereas his whole identity is emulating the foundational dress, black the... Americans. The Tim boots and the way he wears his clothes and <laughs> the style it. of music and all of that stuff, yeah. his whole vibe and swag is based on FBA culture. Yeah. So we're letting folks know we are the culture here. Of course. We are the culture as foundational black Americans. We've created every single significant culture Culture here, anything significant right. in America has been cultivated, created, or um, promulgated by us. We've pushed that. Of we course. are the culture here, as foundation yeah. of Black Americans, and people are going to respect that. Of course. Now, who should the FBAs vote for this coming Whoever election? Whoever is giving us <laughs> tangibles. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. We are not voting for parties. We're voting for tangible agendas. So mm-hmm. if there's an independent who pops out of somewhere and says, hey, I'm going to give you tangibles, that's yeah. what we're going to roll with. If Trump says we're going to give you tangibles, I'm voting for Trump. If, <laughs> if Kamala Harris says we're yeah. giving tangibles, we'll do Kamala, whoever is yeah. giving tangibles. Well, okay, yeah, but Trump had the platinum plan. And then Biden, <laughs> it wasn't wasn't good enough because yeah, it was a minority yeah. program. It was a lift mm. all. It was a lift all. It was one of these let's lift all up minority. No, no, no. That wasn't that wasn't good enough. We're talking yeah. about tangible specifically for us. Yeah. Well, so, okay, so like reparations. Yeah. That yes, yeah. reparations and any other type of tangible benefits specifically for us. The crime bill mm-hmm. that's going to help us too. That's going to be very important. But reparations yeah. is that's on the forefront. Yeah, yo, like, why do you feel like, for example, right, like. I've never like spoken in all reparations because mm-hmm. it doesn't uh, affect me. Yeah, 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 right, 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 right. Feel me? Like I ain't getting shit. Right, 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 right. But why do you feel like there are outsiders who are really vocal about like FBA? <laughs> like getting reparations? Yeah, yeah. I get there's it. this yeah. whole thing. We don't 
foundational black Americans, we help all these other groups get resources. Yeah. These DACA programs, we don't benefit from that, but mm-hmm. we help other groups get part of that DACA money. Yeah. Hey, knock yourself out. We'll help you go to the HBCUs that yeah. we help build and found. We don't have no problem. But when we talk about getting something specific for us, all of a sudden, hey, why y'all trying to be selfish? Mm. Because people are so used to us sharing everything with them, and there's this weird sense of entitlement of course. that everybody's supposed to get what we get. Of course. When we're saying, hey, everybody's eating enough, it's time for us to eat right now, now people want to cry foul, mm-hmm. and I think that's extremely wrong. People got to check themselves on that. Of course. Y'all should be the main ones campaigning for us to get our reparations. Of course. Because that's going to set up the stage for you to get what you're supposed to get from the British imperialists, from the French imperialists who um, colonized your homelands. Because we want you to get what you need to get out of them, too. Yeah, man. Hair, right? So, like, where I feel like the haters, like, 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 started, like, coming, right? Mm-hmm. Is once, like, Reports got put out. Oh, like they're talking about like two hundred and fifty thousand for for black house foreign residents. <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> like, like, yeah. bro, two fifty, bro. I, I can get an endless jaw off. Yeah, I, I know. I can <laughs> buy land back home. Right. You and, feel and, me? And, and the thing is, because it's exclusionary, because <laughs> yeah. we're saying only we're, we're talking big numbers now. Yeah. So now, but it's only for our group. Yeah. So a lot of the tethers, <laughs> like, say, shit. wait a minute, nigga, <laughs> two fifty. Yeah, they're like, hey, let me, let me hide my hairline and try to blend in with the FBAs. Yeah. So we're saying no, that's not going to work. Just sit down for a minute and chill. So now they want to cry foul. Yo, Tariq, yo, listen, right? So look, bro. I feel like the older like we get, right? Yeah, yeah. Like we can't hide the hell out no more. Like, right, like, right. Hey, right? Like, like, hey, like, for example, like last year, right when we talked, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, I, you know, I, I had a somewhat straight. Happy yeah. hairline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A year later, my nigga, watch this. Well, you need to call, you need to call Akon and, and find out who did his. Akon went and got him an FBA hairline. He went to Turkey and, yeah. and, and shout out to Akon. He yeah. went and he said, "Hey, I got it." Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know it looks like a you know a throw rug a little bit. Yeah, but Akon got his, so you know. Yeah, no, like it's not. Hey, bro, for example, bro, like I'm not balding. My hairline just got crooked. Yeah, yeah, you see, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, see, see it, bro. Like, like here's high and like. Like, like here's low, you feel me? Yeah, yeah, because see, back back in the day, your parents, <laughs> I know your parents were trying to save money and they would cut your hair yes. themselves. That's, bald, bald, you yeah, feel me? Yeah. Yep, that's what them parents, y'all FBA parents, or non-FBA yeah. parents, y'all be doing that to these babies' heads. Y'all be trying to save money. I'm not going to give the money to no barbershop nigga, so you go get a butter cut knife and try to cut the hair and mess the hairlines up. Yeah. So take these babies to a barber, spend that little $10, $20. Oh, oh wait, ah, wait. So if I have a son. Yes. Now my son will be a non-FBA because his his mom will be my girlfriend who's who's like African, right from Cameroon. Right? Okay, your girlfriend's from Cameroon. Yes. Okay. Got yeah. It. Right. So if we have a son, I, I can preserve his like hairline and make it look like an FBA hairline. Yes. By just by just taking him to take like, him take him barber. to an FBA barber. Yeah. Because y'all try to save money. Y'all <laughs> yeah. very very frugal. Y'all extremely yeah, frugal. Yeah. Y'all don't want to spend money on shit. Yeah. Y'all don't be getting your toes done. The women don't want to get the toes done, and y'all don't want to go get the real oh, haircuts. Take that kid to an FBA barber mm-hmm. so they can line him up, get him right, put the right alcohol on there, yeah. and get him, just get him right. Please don't cut that little boy's hair. We don't want your son at three years old looking, like, looking like George Jefferson <laughs> yeah. with a damn hairline oh, on. Man. So take him to an FBA barber, man. Yo, hey, 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 but you're like, for example, brother, you and Jalen Rose. Yes. Like, for like the OGs? Yes. 
Your hairlines are. Oh yeah, we got robust hairlines. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. How no, the, the, like, the, the tethers be like <laughs> that shit is a thick hairline. They think it's fake. They don't <laughs> even know. Yeah, we just go to good barbers, man. We go to Jalen Rose said, "Hey man, if your barber ain't a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks, you ain't doing it right." Yeah, we go to expensive barbers. I go. That's to too the, much, three. Yeah, I, I know, I know. But then when <laughs> you say, yeah, shit, nigga, sometimes two, sometimes two. Yeah, that's too much, man. I don't Yeah, yeah. $100 haircuts, man. Sometimes you got to go there, you know? <laughs> Listen, like the most of here. So I, I'm in like like <laughs> like a, a Cali, right? Yeah. And I know that one time a time, like dude charged me like 70, right? Because he drove to like. like that's that's typical, kind like of. My house, right? Oh, oh, that was a house call for 70? Yeah. You got a good deal. Bro, I was mad. Uh, oh, damn, <laughs> damn. That, that's a good 70. That's a good Bro, deal, I was mad as hell to House calls out here like 100, 200. Easy, man. You feel me? Oh, yeah. But now I found a new barber called Brandon the Barber. Okay. Uh, FBA. Okay. And he gives me the hookup. You feel me? Cool, cool. He does that? For, for a, a, a smooth 50. Oh, cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. You feel cool, me? Cool. Uh, amazing, right? Man, man. <laughs> I think I think I know that that name sounds familiar too. Yeah. Does he do a lot of celebrities? Yes. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that guy's good from what I'm yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But he like fucked with uh A D who like used to work here. Okay. Yeah. You know, you feel me through that, you feel me, man. But yeah, man, yo, 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 um is there anything else, man? Something, man, right, right, right there. Like we like have to know. Yeah. Um. Look again. Just go to hiddenhistorymuseum.com. Really support the museum. And mm -hmm. again, the the new hip hop documentary that's going to be announced. The name of the film is going to be announced pretty soon, man. And y'all follow me. Follow me on um Instagram at Tariq Elite. Follow me on Twitter at Tariq Nasheed. And um, go check out the movies at fbastream.com. Yeah. Oh, and to all of Tariq Nasheed. Like, ops, right? Mm -hmm. Listen, right? Bro, listen, right? So look, after every interview, right? Mm -hmm. They do uh, <laughs> a, a fucking live stream, right? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where they watch your shit throughout, mm -hmm. dissecting it, mm -hmm. and they try to attack me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Well, they got to do something for views. Ain't nobody watching that shit. You know? And by the way, y'all yeah. follow me on my YouTube yeah. channel at... Um, uh, Tariq Radio. Yeah, Tariq Radio. That's my YouTube channel. Subscribe. Tariq Radio, that's my YouTube channel. Yeah. Yo, bro, listen. Bro, like, and it's the non-FBAs, right? Yeah. yeah. Bro, yo, bro, like, I'm called a sellout. Oh, oh, no. oh yeah, they girls mad at you. Yo. Listen, it's jokes, yeah, bro. You yes, feel me? yes, yes, yes. Yo, listen, Duke the Die. Listen, bro. Please, man. You feel me? I, I, I don't want to smoke too. Right? Yes, yes. Please listen, please, yo. Digest this interview. Yes. Take the game. Yes, indeed. You feel me? Mm -hmm. You know? Oh yeah. And enjoy it, man. But folks, listen, man. Like, subscribe, comment, man. Please, yo. Follow Tariq at Tariq Nasheed Elite and on uh mm -hmm. and on and, and on Instagram, right? Yes, Tariq Elite on Instagram, Tariq Nasheed on Twitter, yeah. and Tariq Radio here on YouTube. Man, like some common people. Peace out, man. Peace.